I'm Drake Amendola. I'm Philip Romano. And this is Here's, Here's Looking, Looking at, at You, Kid. Phil, it's the start of our second season. Second season? Third year. year of the podcast. Oh my god. Fifth year of the global <laughs> pandemic. Eighth year of our friendship. Oh, so many tragedies. <laughs> it's true. Now, before we get started, yeah. I want to read you a letterbox review. We're part of a letterbox review. Uh-huh. From a letterbox user named More Violins on TV. I had gotten a like uh, on my letterbox post of The Journey, mm-hmm. starring our friend Ron, friend of the pod. Yep. Uh, and someone liked that, so I checked their page, and they reviewed The Journey. Mm. I'm going to read you a bit of their review. Okay. Immediately watched a second time without sound, along with a Yule Brenner podcast that was anthropologically interesting. Anthropologically interesting. That's what we are. But ended up being barely about Yule Brenner. <laughs> No shade to the guest. No mention about if there's shades toward us. Mm. The esteemed director, producer, screenwriter, actor, Ron Howard, who seems like a pleasant, interesting professional in the film industry. I found that as well. And who was in the journey as a four-year-old. Whatever. This doesn't need to be a review of the podcast episode. So I saw that. Yep. I immediately followed that person on Letterboxd. Yep. And then commented, hey, do you want to come on the podcast? Yep. And she said yes. Welcome to the podcast. Wow. Samantha, what's your last name? Well, if you want to say. Oh, yeah, if you want to say. Many of our guests don't, for shame of being on this podcast. <laughs> I just don't know if I want my last name connected to my letterbox. Oh, box, that's fair. Because very not professional. Yes, yes, yes. Fair. Samantha, more <laughs> violence on, on TV. TV. Mm-hmm. I, now, I would actually, right out, out of the gate, like to ask about your username. Well, we should start the movie. Yeah, we it's should start long. the movie. It is long. All right, so we are watching this movie. We are watching Solomon and Sheba. 1939, full movie online. Yeah, it's easily found on YouTube. Um, it's free with ads, but if you have an ad blocker, it's free without ads. So that's what we'll be doing. Also um, on Tubi with ads. Oh. oh okay. Tubi. Is that or, where you watched it? It is, yeah. So you can watch it on Tubi or not Tubi. Samantha is our first guest who has seen the movie we're going to talk about, including true. Ron Howard, who was in the movie we talked about. Yeah, and left before it ended, so he still had not seen that entire it's film. It's true. Um, so we are, well, so we're watching on the YouTube one right now. We are at True Zero, and we are going to start in three, two, one, play. Um, ah, there is that lion. But yeah, so more violins on TV. Are you a violin, like violin music, violins, yeah. the instrument being played? I, so I used to play the violin as a kid. I played it for 12 years. Okay. Um, I'm not good anymore. Oh, good, you have a name. There All he right. is. Um, and then that's a, and Gina Lollabrigida, who in oh. my opinion, I love Yul Brenner, but I think Gina Lollabrigida if anything makes this movie worth it, it's her and her costumes. Well, okay. we'll be able to see her costumes, yes. so that's good. Um, oh, yeah. Should we say that this podcast, we watch Yul Brenner movies, we look at Yul Brenner, uh-huh. we don't listen to Yul Brenner. It's season two. People are jumping on. Very much a title first podcast. <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, my username is a is a reference to Gilda Radner. Um, she did a character on SNL called Emily Latella, who always misheard things. And she was, like, one of her things was, one of her, like, little character segments on Weekend Update was her being like, what's all this I hear about more, less violins on TV? If anything, there should be more violins on TV. And they have oh, to correct good. her and go, that's no, good. it's violence. Mm, and then her whole that's thing. That's good. That is good. Oh, Miss Lillard's costumes executed by Schubert of Rome. Ooh. Well, they get a good job. That's they are. quite a credit, too. 
Let's um, uh, see if they still exist. Uh, Rome? Well, I, well, actually, I was going to Google this. We have a guy on this podcast who Googles things for us, but we had a falling out with him last oh time. God. So I'm not going to Google it. We're just going to not know. There's a lot of lore in this podcast that <laughs> yeah, I Phil ignores. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, no one listens to more than one episode, so people don't really know. I've listened to two now. Well, I didn't finish the King and I episode because my train got into the Sure. Station. I'm sure you're <laughs> eagerly looking forward to finishing it. Yeah. I'll it, I'll finish it because I, I, I'll commit to it. Directed by King Vidor. This Vidor. was the last movie he ever directed. That's, I mean, his name is King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a cool name. Um... You know who else directed? This movie actually had a, a co-director. Oh God! It was me. It was I. Oh, I think. And... Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and I. Remember ten oh. minutes ago when you said you were tired? I'm still very tired. Um, this right, is a I movie guess. ostensibly so... based on the Bible, which yeah. is the second Yule movie we've watched ostensibly based on a Bible. Yes, our on, fourth on episode. Bible. That's true. A movie because we took three episodes to do the Ten Commandments. It was very long. Yeah, um, that's a, I haven't seen that one. That's a commitment. Yeah, it's pretty to look at sometimes. <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah. Um, now you so yes, as you were just saying, you just actually watched this film with sound earlier today, right? Yeah. It wasn't so, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know anything about the Bible. That's not. My jam, mm-hmm. I famously flunked out of Hebrew school, so I don't know what's happening here at all. You know, you're in good company, um, because neither do we know yeah. anything about the Bible, <laughs> yeah. the Torah, the Quran, pretty much any holy text mm-hmm. we're unfamiliar with. I had a bar mitzvah. Well, sure. Well, then you should know. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, the main thing I remember from my bar mitzvah was, they said I wasn't learning it fast enough to be able to sing it. So on the day, I just improvised a tune because it all kind of sounded the same, and no one noticed. Well, and the rabbi wasn't happy. Oh, so he noticed. Yeah, really, he noticed, because I was there singing when I wasn't supposed to be singing it. Could we... Are we sure he wasn't just pissed off about something else that day? Uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Why? Maybe he had watched this movie and was angry that it wasn't that good. Okay, I see. That's where this is going. Connected to the movie. Um, Everything gets connected to the movie. Oh, always. Always. Oh, look at his eyes. Alright, so Samantha, you listened to the Journey podcast. Mm -hmm. You thought, this is a pretty dumb podcast. Anthropologically interesting. The nicest way anyone has ever said (laughs) that we are idiots. Um, And then you said, yeah, I'll come on this podcast. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. (laughs) I thought it was crazy that you guys asked me. (laughs) And well, then we're not far away. Like, we all live in New York City. Which so. is yeah. really wild. So we're recording this in our Manhattan Satellite Studio. Yes, we uh, recorded with Ron as well. Usually we record in our Queen Studio. Um, but, yeah, it is wild that you're local. I think we're probably all around the same age-ish. I think so, too, because you mentioned what year it was when you were in elementary school in the King and I podcast, so I think we are, like, oh. within, like, three years of each other. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. I remember nothing I said about episode. So. <laughs> you guys were talking about theater. Oh, yes, that's when we talked about a bunch of oh, shows we yes. saw together. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. 
Which, yeah, that, we knew that well up, right? We're done with that? We are done with that. I think last episode we finished Great. talking over those. Oh, almost dropped your computer there. Well, so, yeah, good. so you listened to a couple episodes. So one of them was obviously the special episode with Ron, which is a unique episode in our in our oeuvre. I think it's like most of our episodes. I think they're all that. And that we barely talk about the film. <laughs> But that's oh, yeah. a, how did can I ask how you got him on the podcast because he's like very very famous. Yeah, you know that is a great question. Um, well, we had our manager Lou reach out. Yeah, I guessed his email address pretty much. Correct. Um, I don't know if we like, said this on the podcast. Gmail. You can edit that out if you need. Well, to. we don't edit this. We podcast. don't edit this. It, <laughs> it, it, it was not that, but it, it was like giving some logical stuff. Um, uh, and didn't really expect a response. In fact, we, so, we sat down to record well, yeah, the episode for the journey. And then nine minutes in, I was like, oh, we reached out to Ron Howard to be on this podcast. And I think at first I had said, like, oh, we should, we'll check at the end of the we'll podcast. Check, right, because you want to save the bit. Yeah, to save the bit. But then opened the email and saw, again, like from four days earlier, had an email from his assistant. And I was like, we got to stop recording. Yeah. And then we did. We had a 10-minute <laughs> episode that's, you know, on my computer somewhere. Yeah. And rescheduled. And then, like, yeah, we... Oh. That's your boy. There's a boy. What does he sound like in this movie? Because, well, you you watched it with sound earlier. Mm-hmm. So you should only listened to it earlier. I, sh- I know. I considered oh. that. I considered that, but then I wanted to watch it. For yeah, real. yeah. But, I mean, he's not, like... A great accent guy. Like he has, he has the accent. Well, we don't has. know. I don't know what he normally sounds like. <laughs> well, if you like, at the end of this podcast, if you ever go back and watch any of the movies for like with sound, you'll hear his voice. You just need to watch one movie and you know what he sounds like. Oh, okay. I guess I, I, I have heard. I'm sure I've heard him on the King and I soundtrack at some point, mm-hmm. or Broadway album. When, I don't know. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, he has his like ambiguous. Accent sure, sure. That Hollywood oh, love to just be like, that's any race that we want. Oh yeah, I mean, he seems like he really leans into that ambiguous. Well, uh, he was very vague about when people would ask him about his history. He would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm from here and there." Like that's true. Yeah, it it is weird because I feel like, oh wait, is that him? That's him. Oh, with hair. two thumbs way down. Yeah. Now, do I do agree. you want to reveal what your letterbox review for this film was? Um. Let's see. Do you have it pulled up? Um, maybe. I don't think it was great. It was, it was brief. <laughs> I know it, the, it, the costumes in this movie do look very cool. The costumes are good. Although it's like, the thing is, he's, the reason why we all like made that sound when we saw him now is because he has hair in this movie. Well, yeah, right. so that, so the review. He is, he, he's, Yul Brenner is such a weird, like, little sexy guy, and mm-hmm. somehow, with hair, he's less sexy, which yes. you would think would actually be the opposite. So that's exactly what your review was. Yeah. One and a half stars, somehow your Brenner becomes less sexy when you give him hair. How? Yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. Well, and the first movie we watched, Port of New York, he has hair in that as well. Weird. But I think it might be, like, his natural hair in it, like, before he had lost all his hair. Well, I think he shaved it on purpose for The King and I. Mm, and then, just and then kept it just worked for him. Famous. Well, and also because he, he never stopped doing The King and I. That's well, true, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, yeah. He was ready to go on in an opinion like, at a moment's notice. He is, he has this magnetism, this, like, 
very real, like, sexual energy, almost, mm-hmm. without hair. And yeah. then with hair, he looks like a boring dude who yeah. would be, like, He's annoying at a cafe or something. He's just some guy yeah. with hair. Yeah. He looked so good when the helmet was on, and I thought he didn't have hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it jump-scared me, too, the first time. Oh. And this is really tricky, because because we only watch this without sound. There are times we don't recognize him. That is true. halfway through a film. I think even just now, as you guys were talking about him, I was looking at it and didn't realize it was him for a moment. Yeah. Well, also, like, that other guy in there is his brother, and they also have completely different accents. Sure. So they're just like, just believe it. You used to just be able to make a movie, you know? So true. And then then you were done. (laughs) But, but, it's almost like he was so vague about his nationality and his background, almost as if he was like, well, I'm not going to get canceled. But, like, no one gave a shit. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, people the cared, but, like, not... the, mo- the people making the movies didn't give a shit. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't... I, I don't know if it was possible to get canceled the way that we get canceled I mean, yeah. now back then, but, like, yeah. I think it... He probably could... People probably could have been way more racist to him. Than oh, they were. oh, <laughs> yes. Good point. Good point. Like, kind of the opposite. Right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was like, let's keep it ambiguous. Yeah. So that, you know. Yeah. That, not great. <laughs> that looks like a very modern cup that guy is holding. Yes, the cups in general. But the thing is, cup technology hasn't changed too much. But I mean, I, I feel like it's just, it's not actually, but it looks like it's like brushed blue metal. I don't think it is, but it looks like it. They probably just made some pewter mm. cups. Let's see if it, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Well, I, I have a cup yeah. here, Phil. Yeah. So this is our podcast is just we keep talking about nothing until we stumble on a, a thing to talk about. Well, this is a little bit of a theme because you mentioned the cups in the King and I. We and did, looked, and how they looked very, very fancy. Wow! Look, look at this anthropological <laughs> line. Yeah. Wait, maybe you are an anthropologist of shitty podcasts <laughs> because you're seeing all these connections that even in our own time we're not seeing. Well, yeah, I, I guess. I'll claim it. I'll claim it, sure. So I have a cup here that Philip gave me uh, from the National Theater. Yes. And it says, I'm reusable. Please return me to the bar. Mm-hmm. Now, Phil, I'm holding this in your apartment in New York City. I mean, our satellite uh, our satellite studio. I yeah. You didn't return it to the bar. Uh, or are you just taking a very long yeah, time? Yeah, I'll be back one day. Okay. Um, also, shout out to our friend Marika for... Uh, Make me aware of uh, those cups. <laughs> okay. Mariko mm-hmm. will never come on the pod. Oh, no, no. Um, but maybe we can get on her podcast network. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, look at all these horses. I always feel bad for animals in these old movies. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure they were mistreated. Yeah. That's Lena Lollibrid- That's... Gina Lollabrigida. Her costume does look yeah. good. And- Am I right that she just recently passed away at like a hundred and something? Mm, R.I.P. I don't um, really know very much about her. I other think, than that she's an icon. Yeah, I, I, I think she would be like a hundred and five or something. Yeah, um, I, I, a lot of these old movies, like, horses would die, extras would die. No, no one was really taken care of. I don't, we're, we're... Were unions even a thing in movie making at this point? Not really, right? I don't actually know. 
Well, you seem... So, I followed you on Letterboxd. You seem to watch a lot of older movies. You were watching a lot of Deborah Kerr movies. Oh, yes. It Talk is, about Deborah Kerr December. Yeah, so, it, Deborah Kerr is... That's my thing right oh, now. Car, right. Car, we learned right. this from Ronnie Fox. Yeah. Um, that was her, like, MGM welcome to Hollywood campaign that they, they said, like, Deborah Carr, her name rhymes with star. That was in, like, all of her little promos. Um, yeah, no, I watched uh, Tea and Sympathy from 1956 in the beginning of December, and then I said, mm, I think I need to watch every single Deborah Carr movie that has ever come out. And I have advanced uh, quite a long way in that goal. I only have, I think, five movies of hers that I haven't seen. And they're the bad ones, so I'm not like. How, how many movies does she have? Um, like on Letterboxd, there's like sixty or so that are oh, there, but they're like some of them are like documentaries or like something that she sure. just did like uh, narration for. Um, and then or it's just like archival footage. So I think she did like forty four, maybe. That's, oh, that's around a... there. It sounds like you should start a Deborah Carr podcast, and then there's two episodes where we could cross over. Honestly, well, we've maybe. already done both. Yeah, of no, we'll guest on her podcast. Okay, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, wait, get your friend with a podcast network, pitch her this idea, you know, we'll make it happen. Uh, to be clear, she doesn't own the podcast. <laughs> no, no, network. she, she just works for a major network, podcast network. And she won't put our podcast <laughs> on there, so. Um, yeah. But, you know, we could feel like Although this could be where we start a podcast network. This is the Yule-verse that we've talked about before. A pod-verse, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Into the, into the, in, into the pod, pod-verse. Yeah. It is, now, how does this figure into the Humpty Cinematic Universe? Yeah, you didn't listen to the episode where we created an entire outline for 19 Humpty Dumpty films. Hmm. That's actually one of our better episodes. <laughs> oh my god, what are we doing? I don't know. Thank you for coming all yeah. the way here. What was that movie for that you were watching? That was the Ten Commandments. We did three episodes. That we had a lot of time. Long. We we went through a lot of tangents. That also when we started like naming all 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> no, that was an idea we had for a different podcast. Oh, right, right, right. The night we came up with this podcast, you also came up with that idea where we had an episode about every 101 Dalmatian. Yeah. But we found a list of 101 Dalmatians. There's actually like 112 listed because different, yeah, different incarnations have done different Dalmatians. Wow. Anyway, what's your... T- <laughs> um, so yeah, you watch a lot of older movies, it seems. So I guess, give us... what Like, what's your favorite movie? Oh my god, terrible I, question. I know, I, I know. So I always have like five I just pick from. But like, what what's a favorite movie? What what kind of movies do you like in general? What's a favorite movie right now? Yeah. Moment, what what new movie are you looking forward to seeing? Okay. Um. So my favorite movie, maybe not my favorite ever ever, but pretty consistently, uh, one that I love and come back to, and I do think is a perfect movie is The Devil Wears Prada. Good movie. Um. It's perfectly paced. In my opinion. And the costumes, I mean. Of course the costumes are going to be good in that movie, but they really are very good. Um, a movie... What was the other what were the other questions? A movie I'm looking forward to? Yeah. Um, well, it's already out, but I haven't seen Poor Things yet, and I'm going to see that next uh, I just... I, well, this is so weird. It's a movie only I've seen. Never happens. This yeah, is barely I, watches movies. Uh, yeah, I just saw that. 
Was it good? In the last week. It, it's very good. It is, talk about anthropologically interesting. Um, yeah, there's a lot to unpack. I want to see it in a theater because it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, you saw a screener, right? Yeah, yeah. But it, it's like, I mean, it was put on the projector because, like, the sky is alone in that movie. Uh, I'm excited. I'm going to see it in a theater. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll be a good experience. It. And it's like the the music, the whole it really puts you in a world of its own. So, um, what's your favorite movie? I'm I'm I, the Taskmaster Christmas special. <laughs> Fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> I must have asked this question. We've known each other for eight years. Uh, have you just refused to answer it? I don't know. I feel like so I mean, box trolls. Box trolls is up there. You seen the box? That's troll? a good one. Yeah, I haven't seen it in years, but it's a good one. Yeah, I didn't. There's definitely some stuff in it that I doesn't quite hold up, but um, yeah, that's good. There's now this is a ser- uh, an actual answer. There is this look Italian. It's uh, marketed as a horror movie. I don't think it is. It's called Io non ho paura. I'm not scared, and I know I also have not seen it in years. But it is... You don't watch horror movies, to be clear. Yeah, no, but uh, I think we watched it in an Italian class or something, or I'd heard about it. It's, it's definitely like a thriller, right? Not even a thriller. It's like has a spooky feeling. It's like this town finds a kid trapped in a cave, in like a hole. And I just, it's just very good. Now, the kid's name is Filippo, which maybe biases me a bit. Oh. But, uh... Yeah, so that you love a... movie starring characters named Phil. Yeah. Did it make you more scared or less scared that he had the same name as you? Ooh. Well, He's I don't remember questions than we are. Yeah, I don't remember being scared. That's the thing. I was like, it just like had a really like it. It felt like I just really liked watching. I don't know. I should watch it again. And Do you but think... for some reason, that still pops into my head when I whenever I'm asked that question. I'm like, this Italian movie I haven't seen in probably 15 years. Mm. Well, how old were you when you watched it? Like, a really little kid? Like, under 10? No, I must th- I think, like, high school. Okay. Yeah. So, I was gonna say, like, sometimes scary things, like, Coraline is, like, it's scary to some kids, but really little kids, not so much. When my sister was three, she would watch that to go to bed at night. Yeah, literally. And I was scared of it. I've never mm-hmm. seen it. That's made by thing. the same studio that made the box shows. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that did also, I mean, like... Directed by the great Henry Selleck. Mm-hmm. Oh. The the witches, the Roald Dahl, the original witches, not the Annie Hathaway one, um, is another one that I feel like is genuinely scary to some kids. But I like that. I see that one. That. I haven't seen. I've only seen Annie's. Have you seen either of these? I haven't seen films? either one. Well, one of them has been erased by David Zaslow. And honestly, it's only good move because <laughs> that movie is so bad. But the original is great. So we do Jonathan not Houston. stand David Zazzle. We on don't, this but no one should watch the new Witches movie. But everyone should watch the 1991. Okay. Um, yeah, great, great movie. Great What's book. the movie you're looking forward to? Um, Julio Torres's Problemista. Oh yeah, finally coming out in March. Um, I know some people who've seen it. We saw Trash like to... years ago, didn't we? Uh, I think like mid last year. It was supposed to come out like. In the middle of the strike. Okay. And then, um... I truly can't keep I track. I think it actually, it could have, because of, like, it was, like, an independent studio thing, but in solidarity they didn't, and, mm. um... Because that's the thing, like, yeah, there, there was... Or maybe at the beginning of the strike, I think it was almost about to come out, and then it didn't, but... 
Yeah, have you heard of this? It's movie written by and starring Julio Torres, who is a alt really great alt comedian. Um, he wrote. He's written for a bunch of shows. Wrote for SNL. Wrote for SNL. Some of the all-time best sketches, Papyrus. Um, and yeah, and he's great. And it's him and Tilda Swinton. I don't remember the exact story. I know it has to do with like immigration, and but I, I'm sure there's elements of like it's like surreal and hilarious. Uh, I've heard it's exactly what I'm hoping it is. So nice. That's probably my top top one. And it hasn't come out yet. No, it like, so yeah, last year was in some festival and stuff, and then it was supposed to come out, and now that just recently they fi- announced it's finally coming out in March, and it's like, probably limited theaters, but that, I will see in a theater. Nice. What and what about, about you? Yeah. Uh, my favorite movie is Kiki's Delivery Service, uh, directed by Hayao Miyazaki. That's a good one. That yeah. was like a VHS that I wore out as a Same. child. Same. Uh, I will also only watch the version that was from that VHS because, like, since then, they have, like, edited the dub to make it more faithful to the original Japanese, which mm. usually I'm very pro. Hayao Miyazaki has said that he wants people to watch his movies in their native languages. But also, I'm just really nostalgic in, for it. And in the in, movies language or in the person watching? In the person watching, oh, okay. in their native language. Got it. And... Like, there's scenes where they have taken out, like, some of Phil Hartman's, like, uh, ad-libs as Gigi the Cat. Oh, did you press the button to change the... No? No? Oh. No, we're good. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, just, I like the original version I saw. But, yeah, I saw that when I was, like, six years old and probably wore up multiple tapes. Love that movie. Uh, movie that I want to see, well... Oh, do I only care about animated movies? There's a movie called Robot Dreams that was nominated for yeah, Best Animated Picture that screens today, and that's it in New York City oh. when it comes to uh, announced screenings, but I couldn't go because I went to see Once Upon a Mattress, the musical at City Center. Um, so it's a that's about like a, a dog, anthropomorphic dogs who live in 1980s New York. Anthropomorphically interesting. Anthropomorphically interesting, <laughs> and uh, one builds a robot. But the animation, I saw the trailer, and the animation it looks like the best animated depiction of New York City I've ever seen. Like there's there's mm-hmm. like a, a shot of like the like Williamsburg or Brooklyn. And I'm like, oh, I know that bench. Like I've been on that bench. Hmm. Now so, our and our friend of the pod, Taylor. Yes. Just saw, saw that today, yes. Uh, previous yeah. guest. Yes, he invited me to go by already tickets, too. Yes. But, uh, mattress with other uh, guests of the podcast. Right. How was Once Upon a Mattress? Because I have a friend who worked on it. Oh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, an unhinged audience, but look, that's the way it's been since... In a positive way or negative no. way? Mm. The woman next to me kept singing lines of the mm-hmm. of the score, of the like lyrics, not great. Um, and also, weirdly, when Sutton Foster came out, the woman next to me blew kisses. To her. No, we were in the bathroom. She couldn't say. But, like, she caught and then blew kisses, which is, like, yeah. a thing I recognize from audience members in movies, but I didn't know anyone had ever actually done that. <laughs> uh, needless to say, that woman was not wearing a mask. I was. <laughs> and there was also a guy a couple rows behind me who, and, okay, this grinds my gears. 
when people who have seen a show so much go to the show and are reacting to, he was laughing at all the jokes right before they were said Ooh. and and his joke sounded like the cross between a bird's caw and someone who did I say what I said? His, his jokes. jokes. Oh, his jokes. He didn't make jokes. <laughs> his laugh sounded like the cross between a bird's caw and someone who's very constipated trying to use the bathroom. Hmm. And was deeply unsettling to hear and also very annoying. But the show itself was great. I had no familiarity with the show. I don't like listening to, to soundtracks before I see a musical. Mm-hmm. And it was very charming. It was very sweet. I really liked the, the the some of the romantic songs were very nice, and it was very funny. Yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm seeing it next. Good Sunday. costumes. Okay, I'm seeing it next Sunday, so I'm hopeful all the big mattress stands will see it earlier in the run. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I know one song from that show, and somehow I've never well, seen it either. So the original production that starred, um, oh no, I'm blanking on her name. A uh, giant TV star, Carol Burnett. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's a part in it, and Carol Burnett is famous for this Tarzan scream she does. Are you guys aware of this? <laughs> no. She's, like, very famous for doing her Tarzan yell. Like, ah, like that. Specifically in the show? Well, that's the thing, is at the end of Act 1, the, the princess does that. Sutton Foster did that, and I was like, oh, is this what it's from? Because that was her big oh. Broadway debut yeah, yeah. back in, what, the 50s or 60s or something? Um, anyway, like like the movies we watch, I'm not familiar enough with the history of this show to speak confidently yeah. about it, but... Yeah, I feel like... Are you familiar with the show? No, I've never seen it. Yeah, me neither. I feel like it's one of those ones that's saying it's done all the time in schools and everything, but I somehow never... Well, it made me realize that I don't it. think I was really familiar with the story of the princess and the pea, because I didn't know it was like they put a pea under her mattress. Oh, I mean, that's... That's what I know about the story. Yeah, that's you know, like the, the only actress. thing no, I like, know. It's like yeah. If you can feel it. I didn't know what oh. what what this woman had to do with a pee. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Well, it's that's. Like a... I mean, I guess the only rather representation recently would be Princess P in uh, Once Upon a One More Time on Broadway. I mean, it's called her another Princess P. I I um, mean, I actually don't. But that was also a very fun musical, which uh, do you agree? Fun. Okay. This is a feud we have uh, about this show versus Bad Cinderella, but no, we won't not, get into it. Oh we God. won't get into it. This is not about. This is not a theater podcast. This is a clearly yet. a film podcast. We clearly. never talk about theater. <laughs> uh, I was kind of interested in all of the shows that you see. You guys see more theater than I do. I th- was interesting. I think we have access to a lot of cheap and/or free theater, and and that helps. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Are, are are you a theater person as well? Um, I like theater. I do, like directed children's theater at like summer camps. Oh, um, I, I, I don't too. see I don't yeah. see as much theater as I'd like. Sure, I don't yeah. have any money. Unfortunately, yeah. being on Letterbox all the time does not. Pay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've also found that to be the case. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants to mm. give me a job, hit me up. If you got a job from this podcast, yeah, I wouldn't so, trust the company. So go to my letterbox review of Solomon and Sheba. You link your letterbox to your LinkedIn? I don't, but <laughs> I want someone to find me on letterbox and say, hey, I've got a job for you. That's kind Why? of what you guys did for me. Right. 
There's and we're not paying you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why we have not gotten apprenticeships at Imagine Entertainment is beyond me. Why Imagine Entertainment? Cause oh, is that everybody that's, Ron's that's company? That's Ron's company, yeah. I'm knowledgeable about film. Um, Wait, so yeah. how, did you finish the story? So his e- his assistant emailed Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So basically, like, he'd love to come on the like, pod. He'd love to come, and we figured, uh, we were like, oh, this is incredible. We'll, like, get him on a Zoom sometime. And she said something like, he, you know, he's got a busy schedule. So we're like, great, right. we'll give us in a few months. Right, but we thought we'd have to delay it to, like, this was in August. We thought we were recording October Yeah, we got this email... Pull it up. I, it was like August fifth or, or something. Yeah. Because uh, it was on, on a Thursday or Friday, and then um, and then we like went back and forth a little bit, and she was saying, "Oh, he'd love to do it in person. He's actually going to be in New York like next Monday and Tuesday." And so we're like, "This is hilarious. We got to do this. We didn't want to bring him to um, we 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 had a few." option, because we were going to go to our usual uh, Queen's studio, which looks a lot like a living room. Um, it does. And so I was like talking to some people who I know who have podcasts, and we were going to get go to use their, like, their studio, which is like a real professional thing, but then that was too far into Brooklyn for him. And so then we uh, worked it out, and like three days after that, he was sitting right where you are. Wow. And did still, I really think it's just that no one has ever asked him about this film. Yeah. And he clearly wanted to talk about it. Well, actually, here's the thing. Everyone we've said, do you want to be on our podcast, has said yes. Well, or has not responded. Or has not responded. Oh, who didn't respond? Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler, right. (laughs) You're feeling really bold after Ron. (laughs) Yeah. But... (laughs) Maybe also, Ron didn't like being also, on the podcast and told Henry Winkler not to come also, on. Also, no, I think he had a good time. He won an award. He did win an award. Um, Do you have any also, other stickers? Somewhere. Oh, man. Um, we could give some out to the Big Apple Best right, Podcast could, could. Award. Um, don't, don't cheapen no. Ron's. Well, you know? I mean, we got to see how the rest... Well, well, here's the thing. He was the recipient oh my God, in 2023. Hour and 50 minutes ago. Um, we need a recipient for 2024, you know? That's true, that's true. Sure. Um, <laughs> oh, that'd be great. And then we can source it on the Wikipedia and there'll be two winners. Both Ron Howard and Samantha Moore Violence on TV. <laughs> um, well, this guy's got a, a good... It's like he... With hair and facial hair, it's a little bit better. Wait, is this Joel again? Yes, it's him. Oh, he looks hot again. Yeah, the facial hair helps. Helps. Wow. And also because the crown he's wearing, you can't really really see, see the his hair. hair. So he yeah. almost looks good. His again. whole face looks different. With it the beard. really does. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looks younger. He looks, and the yeah. the hair even looks better right now. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's covered. He well, doesn't have a great hair line. Exactly. Well, this is obviously a wig because his head was shaved the whole like yeah. his whole time of him being famous. Right. But. Even with the wig, they were like, let's still give him male pattern baldness. Yeah. I was like, I don't understand. Wait, they made him look like a dude from the 50s? Yes. Like, it's not, it doesn't look good. Update, uh, Taylor is not invited to Paul's bachelor party, so that's how he can find out by listening to this podcast. Taylor has now been mentioned. You mean, we've already mentioned. So, yeah, our friend Taylor. Yeah, right? (laughs) Our friend Taylor has been on this podcast, and we learned he only listens to episodes until his name is mentioned, and then he shuts it off. <laughs> so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. 
You think this parrot's still alive? No. Parrots can live they, for a very yeah, long time. Parrots live a long time. If this is a young parrot, it's possible. You want to get maybe the parrot not, though, because it probably got overworked. That's, yeah, they, that's they probably, probably killed this parrot right parrot. after this for fun. Or this is the best parrot in Hollywood, and they. What is nail polish invented? better than any of I know, she the is humans. getting her nails painted. Yeah. I feel like nail like polish very... is one of the things that's surprisingly old. I, I mean, it would make sense, right? Some form of it, yeah. Um, but yeah, but that, that looks like, looks a, like a regular. regular yeah. <laughs> so, was this is was there was this movie secretly filmed like in the early two thousands and the what in nineteen fifty? I'm thinking about the cup still. <laughs> oh my god! Oh boy! Nineteen fifty nine, same year as the journey. Same year, the journey. Yes, which is big big year for you. Big year for you all. Well, the last time he had such a big year was when he made The King and I, which was the same year that The Ten Commandments came out. Wow. Yeah. And I think, didn't, wasn't the, didn't The King and I come out pretty soon after he was in the show, too? Like, yeah, I think yeah. so. Because so I think yeah, that movie was, was like already... 51 or 53, something like that. Yeah, three times eight. But yeah, he was doing that show up until like the year he died. Like, mm-hmm. I oh, think yeah. is he, he's one of the people who has the most performances of the same yeah, character. Yeah, right? he's up there. Mm-hmm. It's like... Catherine Martin in The Perfect Crime has more. <laughs> this um, is a show that ran in New York for like 50 years and it's one person. still took... running. Oh. She's still doing it. Um, I'm pretty sure. This is, it's running at the, uh, it's at the Theater Center, formerly known as the Snapple Theater Center. It's apparently very bad, um, but it's been running for like 30 years. She has only missed five performances for like children's weddings. Um, there was a weird thing a few years back where... They shut down for a few days because their pipes got stolen, which oh. really felt like, like she wanted a break. Huh? The pipes and the plumbing? Yeah, like, it was like some copper pipes. It was like stuff. an inside job or something, right? Wasn't it? Was, it? I mean, we were all suspicious that she just wanted a break and didn't want it. <laughs> but she'd done, like, so many performances. It's wild. But yeah, Yule's done a lot. Did a lot. Um... All right, so we talked about our favorite movies and movies we were looking forward to. Mm-hmm. What is the worst movie you've seen in a theater? Oh. I mean, Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher starring Steve Carell as a scary man? Yeah, that instantly comes to mind. Definitely the most boring. And Star is Born is close. But... How dare you? <laughs> Have you seen The A Star Is Born starring Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga? No, I'm not a Bradley Cooper fan. Me neither, after that. I mean, um, I think that's a justifiable stance. <laughs> I do like that. So Phil and I saw this movie on the same day, but separately, mm-hmm. at the same mm-hmm. time. And so we got out of our theaters and called each other. I was like, that movie. And he's like, tell me about it. And at the same time, I said, it was great. And he said, it was terrible. Yeah. And, wow. Well, and your, yet your friendship survived. It survived. Yeah. Well, could you see it with... You saw it with Allison. I saw it with Allison. Yeah, I saw it by myself. You saw it by yourself. Okay, because my friend I saw it with agreed with me. I saw that as a solo man. So Okay, so oh, Solomon. Oh my God. This is something I discovered recently. This is a... So this is... Except... This is a connection that this movie has no, with our buddy Ron. Careful. Careful? Well, okay, say what you're going to say. Solomon. Yeah? Solo man. Except that's not how it's spelled. Oh! (laughs) 
Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't All need right. to be mad. So the solo part is the important part. Sure. He directed Solo, the Star Wars movie. Which do you know how much restraint it took for me to be sitting next to someone who directed a Star Wars movie? And to not mention Star Wars once. Oh yeah, we recorded that during the strike, so. Yeah, he didn't care about them. About he oh, constantly yeah. mentioned movies. Oh, that he was, but yeah. he's a producer. He doesn't give a well, shit. Well, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a sticker. Um, sticker. Yes, yeah, so I think you were more worried about that than he was. Yeah, I know. Uh, Fellas and sad. Sag. That's nice. True. Um, for exclusively background acting. Correct. Um, anyway, which, he directed Solo. He did. He directed Solo, Mon. That's right. <laughs> we'll move on. Um, Red <laughs> Feather. Samantha, what's the worst movie you've seen in a theater? I can't think. I feel like when I see a really bad movie, it just leaves my head immediately. Mm. I'm like, well, that was a waste. Goodbye. Okay. And I forget well, about it. I wish I had that. Power. Yeah, I mean, I mean, sometimes if it's if it's bad, then it's fun to like talk about it and say mm-hmm. how bad it was. But I don't know. I but, can't think of a bad movie I've seen in a theater that like yeah. got me really, really mad. I mean, that's the thing. I feel like listen, we we, we should we should be positive. We don't need to bring down cinema in on this podcast. Well, but hold on, can Fox I? Catcher was boring and bad, well, and that's the worst kind of bad. My worst movie, <laughs> but, also features Bradley Cooper. So can I join the not caring about Bradley Cooper for Please. games? I saw American Sniper in theaters, mm. which is a piece of shit piece of propaganda, pro-American military killing innocent people in the Middle East, piece of garbage. But had a funny fake baby in it. That's it has a I, funny fake baby in it. That's what I know it. about that movie. But I saw it and the audience, maybe I just hate being in an audience, but I saw it with potentially the most racist audience in New York City. Um, because there's an, a, a part of this movie where Bradley Cooper, the titular American sniper, is holding a sniper rifle and has, like, in his target, like, a small child who's got, like, a rocket launcher in his hand. And he's like, drop it, drop it. Because, you know, Bradley Cooper's a good person and doesn't want to kill this child. Oh, sure, sure. And some random person in the theater screamed, just shoot him already! And people started clapping. And I went... Oh no! I need to leave. Where? What theater did you see this in? I saw it in a theater in Queens. Uh, I won't say which one because I don't want to reveal where I live. Um, It's the theater we saw Wreck It Ralph two in together. Is that the one where there were some characters for a long time? Where there were some characters for a long time? There there were a trio of characters there for a while. No, no, no! It was not that one. Um, Um. this woman kind of looks like Maya Rudolph. The woman on the side? Yes. Yeah. Did you know all of Rigida? <laughs> oh. I don't, I have not thought that the rest of the movie. Wait. That's, do you know all of Rigida? Yeah. Oh, and that's like, I don't oh, yeah, know, that was, her mom or her advice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it looks like Maya Rudolph is makeup. Do you ever this think is... that paintings in old movies look better for backgrounds than, like, the CGI that. cities and shit we have now. Yeah. I think that all the time. All the yeah. time. I think that every time I see a CGI background, that looks yeah. bad. Yeah. I thought, I, well, Sense recently two. we saw, yeah, we saw a, a musical together that had a large video screen for a backdrop, and I did not think it fit well. We just saw this. I'm blanking on what it is. Oh, It also right. 
<laughs> yeah, we won't, David. we won't say um, that. Um, and especially given the style of the show, felt very wrong to me. Yeah, I think no theater show should have screens. Uh, there, I mean, it can be used well, but it so often is not. I don't know. But like, it has to be thematically relevant. Like yeah, Anastasia, did you see Anastasia on Broadway? It set was largely a big screen in the back, okay. which was weird for that show. Like, it did not make. Also, any big sense. screens are expensive, right? Yeah, yeah like, I surely mean, you could pay it. someone to paint. Yeah, paint some flowers. Yeah. Something. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, and the color on these old movies looks so much better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Black Narcissus? Yes. Okay. Of course I have, because that's a Deborah Carr movie. Wait. Is she the main nun? She's like the head nun. She's the mother superior. I didn't know that. Oh, Deborah Carr's a great actor. (laughs) Yes, she is. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know she was in that. But that movie... Oh, wow. So, wait. Oh, wow. Okay. But, like, speaking of beautiful sets. Oh, my God. Beautiful sets. Beautiful colors. Beautiful costumes. And, wow, I'm now realizing... Okay. So... I, I've, I guess I've seen three Deborah Carr movies. The Journey, The King and I, and Black Narcissus, which is Honestly, the only one three of, very right. good ones. Well, I think she has so much chemistry with the dude in that whose name I don't know in real life in Black Narcissus. Also, you're oh, you're No, yeah, it's not. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who him But is that guy is also got a lot, of, like, is very charismatic. Well, here's the thing is also I think, like, old cameras made people look hotter. And mm. I think part of that is, like, the makeup they use and part of that is the cameras just weren't as good. I think it's film. Like, film the actual... is more forgiving than digital. Yeah. And then also it's, like, not even, like, more forgiving, but it just gives, like, a, a better a texture. softer light yeah. on them. Yeah. Yeah. His hair looks fine the... in profile, but then when he turns... Yeah, it's, like, it doesn't... Wait, profile is... Like Isn't profile, way... like, the side? Yeah. yeah oh, when he turns Like, forward. him looking yeah. at oh. her right now. Right. His profile. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a gorgeous gown. Also. Yeah. Like, this is, like, the costuming, her dresses, is almost worth it. And I mean, like, there's, like, spectacle, there's, like, big old fight scenes. This is, like, a war movie, kind of. But... So are they Solomon and Sheba? Yes. Our... That's them? Aha! An hour into the movie. I've got it. I've got it in the <laughs> title. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't remember I, what's happening here. This is like Sheba's just gotten here, and they're all. She's like, he's like, why are you here? You're like friends with Egypt, and we're Israel, and we don't like Egypt. It's also like, I mean, we could talk about like politics of today and this movie also, but. <laughs> and then she's like, no, but I have gifts, and also I'm very hot, so you should fall in love with me. And then she does, I think. So. And what? What is that animal? Is that a, well, there's is that a chimpanzee off to the side. It looks like. But that, yeah, it was like a llama goat. A baby mm. llama? Yeah. <sighs> a lot of gold. I mean, this is a, this is a really good sequence. This is why we're all being so quiet, because it's actually visually interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, beautiful and well, technicolor. And yeah. that is the thing. We talked to Ron Howard about this, but a lot of these older movies, like are fun to watch with the sound off in a way that very few movies oh, yeah. now are. There are, like, obviously there are still good filmmakers now, but even a lot of, like, run-of-the-mill movies in the past looked just more competently made. Which... And maybe it... it's because they were less established 
norms. So, like, there wasn't a hundred years of movie making telling you this is what movies yeah. should look like. But this is still decades in the movies. Yeah. Which is a thing, again, bring it back, you should look forward to in poor things, is every shot looked beautiful. Um, I, the reason I watched it is because I went to this, like, Emma Stone retrospective thing, and she talked about how, um, apparently, like, uh, what's the director's name of that? Your Yorgos Lentos. The, like, the way they filmed it was intentionally done, like, you wanted to be, like, making a studio film from this era, but just, like, with, you know, modern... Well, and there's lots of color stuff. in that movie, too. Lots right? of color in that movie, and, it, and it's all done on, like, sound stages and sets and stuff. Um, like, yeah, and they, like, filmed it almost, almost all sequentially, and just, like, even places that are based on real places, they did intentionally, like, on sound stages to have it have that, like, almost dreamlike feel. Mm. And, yeah, it's great. So I feel like... That's I'm cool. Gonna, I'm enjoy it. That's a good bit of insight to take with me. To yeah. See it. And just, and just look at the skies. Do mm-hmm. you know uh, who wrote that movie? Or who co-wrote that movie? Uh, co-wrote? I thought it was... It was Someone McNamara? Well, so here's the thing is I actually don't know the name, oh, but I do no. know another credit they have. Uh, oh, wait. The okay. co-writer of Poor Things. I think it's one writer. All right, then the writer of Poor Things also wrote the screenplay for Cruella starring yes. episode. Yes, she talked. Yes, that is true. Have it you was... seen Cruella? I have not. Cruella was the first movie I saw in a theater after COVID started. So, you know, it had been, like, 18 months, 19 months. You know different in the Heights? I went a week before no. that. Oh, because wow. I wanted, my girlfriend and I wanted to go to a theater during a, a, a we went to see In the Heights opening night, but we wanted to go to a, a show that would not be as full to just to kind of dip sure, our toes sure. back and see how comfortable we felt. Mm-hmm. And so we went to, like, a, a midday matinee of Cruella in, in Manhattan. And... That movie is weirdly a blast. <laughs> like, Disney live-action remakes, very hit or miss. The fact that they exist is maybe dumb. But this movie is so fun and outrageous and ridiculous. And there's, it's like a, a fashion heist movie. Ugh, it rules. And it is very colorful. Mostly filmed on location. and on, like It does not feel like there's a lot of CGI in that other than like the dogs. But, yeah. The dogs don't talk. In Cruella? In Cruella, do they? Correct. Okay. This is interesting. This is a a discussion I was having yesterday, the day before, with someone was talking about, oh, the the movie Argyle was coming out. Okay. Um, Because apparently it's like... I know nothing about it. It's a spy movie. The spy thing, but like all the marketing features this cat. Okay. Uh, um, Apparently the cat is CGI. For no apparent reason? I think it's just easier, like, it's hard to make cats do things, so they make, they just use CGI. Yeah. Now, we were just talking about how many animals were, like, abused in these movies, so, like, that's, that's one of those things that were, maybe I get sacrificing the realism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But, but like, if you're just carrying a cat around, I don't know, maybe the cat has a surprise cargo at some point. Maybe the cat's a spy. Yeah. Well, I thought our guy was the name of a cat, but that's apparently not true. Also, that movie bothered me because they spell our guy with two L's. Phil, do you have a game to play? I have the name of a game to play. Oh. I didn't actually think of what the game would be. But I figured 
you could play a game called In This Economy, because, you know, Solomon and Sheba, In This Economy. Sure. But there's no rules. And Okay, I've got the game now. Okay. Before you introduce the game, yeah. I think we need to start the episode proper. We need a theme song, oh Phil! Oh my god. Okay. Yep. Play the theme sure song! It's everybody's favorite podcast time, so get along and get in line. You know what we're gonna do. It's time for season two. Woo! Here's looking at you, old kid. You'll be glad. Yes, you did. That's it. All right. <laughs> What's the what game? What was I doing? Oh, the game. Oh, my God. Um. Once again, thank you for coming. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what do you think the budget of this movie was? A lot. All right. I'm sure it was a lot. Well, because the, the direct, this is his last movie, and so he was well-established. So they probably were like, sure, do whatever. Wait, was that the game? Yeah. It was called In This Economy, and it was Get the Budget of This Movie. (laughs) Okay. So a lot. A lot. A lot. And now, there is a part two. Oh? Yes. So take your guess. Okay. What do you think about even inflation? A real lot. Even more. All right. (laughs) All right. But Uh, still less than, like, you know, whatever Captain Marvel or Thor 4 cost. Thor 4. And seven years ago. Um, look at earrings. They almost look like little skeleton hands. Mm-hmm. Not enough movies with skeletons, you know? A lot of vampire movies, a lot of zombie movies. Not enough skeleton movies. Or, does every movie have skeletons? No, no. I'm not brooking <laughs> this kind of nonsense. Skeletons are a great monster. They're not utilized enough. The only movie I can think of that features skeletons is... Is it Jason and the Argonauts or one of those movies with uh, with like Harryhausen monsters? The one that's coming to mind is is the Scream, not the Scream, the scary movie, the parody one, where she's like freaking out, and then the other girl turns around and is like, "Cindy, this is Bones." You know what I'm talking? And I haven't it's, seen them. It's just a, it's a skeleton coming towards them. Well, that's what makes me think about that. Maybe the influence of scary movies. (laughs) Maybe. They ridiculed it enough that people just haven't tried to Well, but, like, what is scary about a skeleton? Like, they're going to bite you? Like, which another human would also do? Remember, you're going to die. I want a movie (laughs) about a skeleton. It's not a horror movie. Okay. It's like uh, Whiplash or or Maestro, but it's about him learning to (laughs) play a xylophone ball. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I would watch that. Like, yeah. I would watch... Like, it could be a skeleton movie, but not necessarily horror. Cause oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I was going to say oh, yes, that, too. That's a good one. Yeah. Any bone playing in that one? Well, not really, but there is a guy who goes, How's it going, Where bone that daddy? trope come from? That must come from... Some I bet it comes from, like, from a cartoon. The, and the, the skeleton dance from, like, the way, way early yeah. Yeah. Disney movies. Yeah. I have a friend who has one of his bones, you know. Oh, his, Chris? He, yeah, yeah. He had a rib removed, and he got to keep it after a lot of uh, back and forth. That's crazy. Um, I had my wisdom teeth should... removed last year, and they wouldn't let me keep the teeth. Yeah, that's... I think, sue. like, legally, you <laughs> are allowed to just have to, like, go through a lot of things. Unless the reason is, like... It's, like, for they certain They said it was a health reasons. issue. Yeah, I, mean, I think, like, you're depending on... 
the stated thing they can say no, but mm. like yeah, like if you get something amputated, you can mm. keep it if you do a lot of paperwork. Wait, what? Like if you had your leg amputated, you could keep your leg? Few, like yeah, it, it's, it, they don't want you to, but you can make it happen. Have either of you had your wisdom teeth removed? <laughs> no, your leg amputated. I have not. So, I have, but I had always heard that like they they put you under anesthetic for it, mm-hmm. and they didn't do that for me. They gave Ooh. me one shot of like numbing agent, and then just ripped it out of my head. Oh That's boy, not bad. it hurt a lot, and it sounded scary. Oh no, <laughs> I would. I, I've, I've, I had a few uh, dental procedures, and um, I don't know why I said that, and. Like, every time I was like, I'm full anesthesia, please. I don't want to know anything. Um, and Yeah, I didn't get a choice even. That's, yeah, and I was a child. Um, and I think, like, but the last time it happened, the, the anesthesiologist smelled really bad. Mm. Now, when, and when you're under anesthesia, you know, it's, you're in a different you're high state. As fuck. And so... Apparently, and I, I do actually remember this, but I, like as I was falling asleep, I just was telling the anesthesiologist, "It's like you smell so bad. <laughs> no, go away. Oh my gosh, you smell bad." And apparently, the nurses were trying not to laugh because they knew it was true. <laughs> is what I hear, heard from people on the outside. Um, and I think I said it again as I was waking up. I was like, "Oh, you're still here." Is this a human baby? Um, yeah. Let's oh, get, that baby oh, is naked. Hello. Um, he was a real baby, not a CGI baby. Get that baby. <laughs> that baby's probably still alive. Yeah, probably. Probably. Do you think it's credited? I, I don't think so. Yeah. Are they going to kill this baby? Well, isn't this the story? I think this is a story from the Bible that happened. Oh, is this like the thing? No, that's not about a baby. The thing was like, oh, we can... Cut it in half, and then no whoever yeah. had the most. Because both of those women say that the baby is theirs. Uh, oh, and, and then he knows it's her it. because, because oh, he says like, "Oh, give it to oh, 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 wait, yeah, Solomon. That is that story. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Before like you got here, thing. that's the only he was thing like, I knew. About I don't know anything him. about this movie. I was like, oh, it's it's based on the by King Solomon. We were reading. I was reading Solomon's Wikipedia page a little bit, and he was like, I don't know. Yeah, but this I know this story. I don't know if I knew it was about a baby because I feel like it's been parodied so much about. Other things. Hmm. And oh. it's like, oh, you know. It's... You've seen a lot of Bible parodies? No, but just like the idea, like, like there's a Seinfeld episode where it's something like, what? it's like, oh, I think it's about a bike, and they're like, cut oh, the bike in half, and it's like, no, you take it. Ah, you're the true owner of the bike. Like, that, that's this story, basically. That's right? what the story is, baby. yeah. More dramatic with a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like the little fluff on the top of his helmet. That's stuff sweet before. <laughs> Someone else holds him by his ankles. <laughs> right. These statues are really cool. I mean, yeah, it's a beautiful set. Yeah. Very shiny, too. Yeah, so, so so most people who listen to the show, they hear us when we're talking about things in the movie, and it means nothing to them, but you watched... Yeah, I watched. I was disappointed that you didn't talk more yeah, about the movie. Yeah. Now, so whenever Ron Howard tried to get us back on track and mention something on screen, were you like, "Oh, finally like, they're yes. going to start talking about the movie"? Yes, I, I really <laughs> thought. 
That and I was mistaken. <laughs> well, and now you're here and you know about this movie, but we're still not talking about this movie very much. I know because it's not very good. I don't no. really like it. <laughs> I, here's the thing I fear is that many of the movies we've covered have not been very good. Now, but the two that I listen to, I like. Oh. Like I like the journey. I like the King and I. Well, no. the journey. I don't know. I. It's like a complicated movie. I think, but mm. I liked it just purely based on their chemistry. Right. It, sure. Sure. Like, sure. It was it was interesting to watch. Even without like I said this in my review, but like even without sound it was interesting to watch. But these two, like Yul Brenner and Gina Lola Brigida, like both very attractive people, both huge stars of their time, but in the scene of them together it's like okay, they don't really have that much chemistry. Mm. Silent chemistry, like no. You know like look at how stiffly he's sitting, like, bro, does he even like her? Yeah. Or he probably think like, God, my head is so itchy from this wig. Yeah. Also, that's another thing. Like, I don't eat grapes like that. Take them off. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also like, he moves in such a weirdly like controlled and sexy way usually. Mm. But well, I feel like he doesn't have that magnetism in this. And I feel like it's the hair that's taking hair, away yeah. his mojo. It kind of has the feeling of people on a first date who are very nervous. But they're supposed to already be established like in a relationship. Well, that's right? Yeah. Well, actually, I think this is... Uh, this is their first date. That could okay. be a good analogy because she's like just visiting their kingdom, and that like, scene with the baby—it was her seeing how he okay. runs. That great back. Yeah. yeah really. Well, she's she's got it in between her fingers, but like, yeah, like not like like not knowing how to eat or like kind of leaning back and trying to like look cool almost mm-hmm. feels very first date. Mm-hmm. And see, she's like, "Well, this will be sexy," and it's not. <laughs> but you know. Yes. What happened to that single grape she took off? Where'd it go? It's still in her hands. Oh, God. I hope she's holding it the rest of the movie. <laughs> I don't think so. And you know what? In my mind, she is. Okay. Oh, God. More, more grapes? grapes? Like, she's got it hidden behind that cup. Yeah, these are great costumes. Yeah. Although, like, are they period appropriate? Like, uh, are no these way, right? period appropriate? We don't I know. mean, I feel like even All the right. texture probably yeah. isn't. But, like, the style. Although, I, know, I do feel like I've seen a lot of... She's supposed to be Egyptian? Um, I forget where she... She's, like, allied with the Egyptians. But she's, like, from her own place. She's the queen of... Shiba. Oh, right, right, like that's, right. She has her own country. Which yeah. I don't know what the modern-day equivalent is. That's a good question. I'm sure hotly contested. Yeah. I do, like... Hmm. I can appreciate the costuming here because they're the romantic couple and their costumes kind of match. But she has, like, this one thing of red because she's, like kind of evil a little bit but they like they're matching the gray silver scheme but then she has a pop of color to, so, so like, no she's different Yemen and Ethiopia oh. yeah that's her yeah so are you big into fashion and or money <laughs> no uh, like the symbolism of costuming in films yeah, and what they like, tell about the characters. I like costuming. I can appreciate costuming when it's well done. I like mm-hmm. I like everything about movies. That's like my whole thing. I just like to talk oh, about Oh, even movies. the sound? I do like the sound of oh, movies usually. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> well, hey. But this one is so, fine because it's not... The sound, it's like fine, but mm. they're not... It doesn't have any great lines of dialogue. I'm sorry. It's like... I'm sure the writer's dead. It's fine. Yeah, like, it just, it didn't get me. But, yeah, I like movies. That's... Yeah. Do you remember, like, 
what they something that got you into movies? What are like the earliest got movies? Got you into <laughs> movies? Uh, being a human being in the twenty first century. I don't know. Is there is there an early movie memory you have? I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure. Like, and then, hey, what got you into food? You know, <laughs> found a uh, sequin in my pocket. Great! Wow, just because we were talking about the sequins in her costume. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But see, like, even this, this, like, they don't have real chemistry, in my opinion. Mm. Like, this is supposed to be really sexy, like, high tension. I was doing my laundry when I watched this earlier this this afternoon, and literally I paused it here to go, like, <laughs> switch it for, to the dryer. Because yeah. I was like, it's just not doing it for me. I'm so, I think it might be his hair, but... Like, they don't... Yeah, the, the both of them. They look uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they didn't like each other. Yeah. Maybe. This this looks like um you know the the board game Mousetrap? Yes. It's like the end of Mousetrap when the cage falls off. <laughs> <laughs> this feels very close to nudity for a yeah. movie of the time. I'm sure she's has like a nude bathing suit on. I'm sure. But yeah. Is this the most risque thing we've seen in one of these? Um probably. But also, like, Gina Lola Brigida is, like, her thing is sex appeal. Mm. Oh. So. Well, and so is Yul Brenner's, right? Like, yeah, that, which yeah. is why, like, this should have been a winner, at least as a romantic movie. I wonder, see, if, if we did research for the podcast, we'd know how it was seen in its own time. Well, also, I'm pretty sure someone else was supposed to be Yul Brenner's, like, was supposed to play his part, but then they died, and so Yul Brynner oh. came in at the last minute. So maybe she had chemistry with the other guy. Oh, is this the actor that died while filming the movie? He uh, he did, yeah. He oh, okay. had filmed some things. Uh, I read died. a bit about that, about how, I like, guess yeah, someone was filming the movie, and then oh, while filming a fight yeah, scene, yeah. had a heart attack, and had to go to the hospital, and then died. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they had chemistry, and she was still grieving. Yeah. I mean, that's hard, too, yeah. to come in at the last minute. Yeah. Probably still doing performances of King and I at night. Yeah, maybe. But sorry, you, you asked Samantha what her earliest uh, movie memory was or something like that, right? <laughs> I, I did. I, we I could wish we had I gotten didn't. off of the topic and stayed off of it, because yeah. I don't really have a good answer. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, 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 that's not a good question. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what mine is, I guess. Saw movies? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Well, you don't watch All movies. All right, better question. If you were a kitchen utensil, what would you be and why? A great question, yeah. Hmm, okay. Um, uh, hmm, I don't know, I guess. I'll, I'll go with a, a spoon. Simple, classic, um, not as sharp as, like, a knife or a fork. You know, I'm not trying to be very aggressive. Yeah. Who doesn't right. love soup? Cheap meat. Only eat with a spoon. You don't, don't like soup? I don't eat soup. <laughs> Me neither. So, oh, wow. this, I don't know if it's we've ever season. said it's this on like the podcast. It's like the winter time. Me, we're both very picky eaters. My girlfriend, uh, last month, did what she calls soup week, where every year she spends a week to a week and a half in December. It's only annual. It feels like... And, and this was only, like, the second or third. Yeah. But she, she makes, like, bulk soup. So, like, every day she makes a soup. And she makes, like, multiple pots of it and then freezes it. That way, all through the winter, she can, like, heat up soup. Yeah, that's very smart. And I just kind of sit there going, oh, what you making? Some soup? Okay. And and that's my contribution. 
Because I neither cook nor eat soup. You eat bread. I do eat bread. She made bread every every day this this week too. Bread bread and soup, a classic combo. Mm. Yeah. But if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah, we're both very picky eaters, Philip and I. Yeah, I thought I was very picky, and then I went Drake. I'm a very picky eater, bordering on disordered eating, probably. Well, we well, don't have to. It might be past the border. Wow. But. Hey, looks like it's a, a yellow fun brick movie road. Podcast. The yellow brick. It does look like the yellow brick road. Yeah. That. That her? This is, no, this is like his like friend. Okay. His like. She's who, been in before. She's she's been standing near him a lot, wearing okay. like. Yeah, she's like yeah, the ingenue okay. character. Yeah, she's yeah. the one that you want him to be with because, or like, this is like what the narrative of the movie wants you to think in the fifties. This mm-hmm. is not my personal experience of this movie because it did not move me very much. Sure. But like that's they have like an the actual good girl. connection kind of thing. Yeah, she's like the one that he's supposed to be with. She's like moral or whatever. And Joella Brigida is like this like foreign slut. Ugh. Which I'm all for personally, but um yeah. Anyways, he's like he doesn't have chemistry with either of them to be honest. <laughs> sure, sure. Now, and also he has a whole harem of women yeah, too. So it's like, uh, how moral do you even want him to be? Uh, this is also not the first movie we've watched where Yul Brenner has a harem. Yeah, in The King and I. I bet it's yeah. not the last. Probably not. Man. Look at the colors. Again, they're like the red and blue there. Well, oh, so you know what? This actually reminds me. We've seen... <laughs> I know what it reminds you of. Another movie... Featuring the character of King Solomon recently. Recently? Well, I guess this was a couple years ago. But Phil and I went to the first ever screening. Well, it wasn't even done yet. It was was like a a test screening of the movie 3,000 Years of Longing. Hmm. Um, Who's there? George Miller directed, starring Tota Swinton, Idris Elba. Yeah. Have you seen this movie? I have not. Don't. Okay. Oh, yeah. That actually might shoot to the bottom of my list. It is... Oh, so long and so boring. And more maybe... Like, more like 3,000 years of yawning. That's a joke well, I've made many times. It's, <laughs> it was one of those movies that they filmed early on in the pandemic where they couldn't have more than, like, two people on a set. Mm-hmm. And feels like a movie that was written... And I don't know if it was written before the pandemic started or not, but it feels like a movie that was written just to accommodate, like, oh, we can't oh, really man. have many people here. And more as, like, an experiment of can we get away with this? Mm-hmm. Rather, do we want to tell this story? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they could, I, I guess, but people like it. They yeah. Could, but I mean, we haven't have seen it. the final product. That's true. All the CGI wasn't yeah. done. Yeah. But there are a lot of like, isn't it funny that people are fat jokes mm-hmm. for like yeah. a long stretch, yeah. like 20 yeah, minutes yeah, straight of just jokes about that. That's bad. Yeah, it's not great. And not even joke, just like... Just like... Look at that. Yeah, people falling <laughs> like, down a lot. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I won't see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Drake? Mm-hmm? How's your... You gotta... You gotta we should promote this. You have a, a new newsletter. <laughs> that has already changed it, its... Um, well, it's on hiatus no. from its... Well, I actually oh, want to talk to you about start uh, about rebranding and making me a new logo, but... Sure, sure, sure. 
Uh-huh. Um, I have a newsletter. Yeah, it's called All the Emmys, because mm-hmm. the idea was you were going to watch every show that's ever been nominated for no. that one ever won an, won an Emmy. Emmy. But now it's you're watching every show that comes out this year. The first episode of every TV show that comes out this year. Well, I've been trying. How's it been going? It's not been going well. Okay. One, a lot of new shows are bad, and two... There's a lot of them, so I have not really been watching all of them. I was really sick for a few weeks earlier in, in the month. Sure, sure. Um, and now I'm trying to watch all these movies nominated for Oscars. Mm. Do you guys keep up with the Oscars? Like, you watch everyone before they come out? Or, like, before the Oscar show comes out? I try to watch the the movies nominated for, like, Best Picture, Best International Film, Best Animated, Best Documentary, like... Those categories. Uh, we have one friend who watches every single movie nominated for an Oscar. I think I would really not like that. And I do not. <laughs> you do not. This year there are some movies nominated where I'm like, I've heard they're very good, but they seem like they're going to be really depressing to me. Mm-hmm. There's that movie 20 the, Days the of Miracle. Well, yeah, but that's fic... Well, quote-unquote fiction. Oh, so I know nothing about it. It's a narrative it film, but it's, it's about, be very sad. I think, the Holocaust or yeah. something. Um, but 20 Days in Mariupol was about the Ukrainian city that was invaded by Russia mm. at the beginning of the current war. And I guess the news crew just filmed a lot and it's got very sad images of death and destruction. And I don't know if I want to watch that. Yeah. I think it's important, but yeah. I don't know. Do I need to see dead kids? I don't know. I think James is close here. <laughs> That's true. Um, um yeah. what about, what about you? Uh, there have been some years that I've really kept up with it, but not this year. Yeah. I've seen like I, I don't even know if I, I've seen no, I've seen like one or two, but they're not even coming to my head right now because have you I seen Barbie? Yes, I saw Barbie. Which whatever people are up in arms about Barbie, but like it was fine. it was perfectly fine. It, it is weird that people the end of are considering it. either the worst movie ever made or. Uh, uh, yeah. a paramount achievement in feminism. We're like really just like a fun yeah, It's a Warner Brothers achievement in feminism. <laughs> There's yeah. achievement from. Yeah, it's it's a very well done movie. I had yeah. a, a lot of fun watching it. Yeah. It's a yeah. very fun theatrical I, experience. It, oh my god. Anytime someone shares that screenshot, I think we talked about this in our chat, of like the, this Facebook post from a guy that says like that uh, it, it, like no nomination for Greta, no nomination for Margot. I mean, for Ryan. That's not true. They got nominations in other categories. Well, also, also, no one mentions America Ferreira Completely ignores America Ferreira. Really annoying. But also, they acted as if Ryan Gosling was nominated instead of Margot yeah. Robbie. They wouldn't... He didn't yeah. take her nomination. Yeah. But also, uh, it's weird that he was nominated. It is. He's I fun mean, in that movie, I do but think he was it's a great, comedic like, role. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't seen enough of the movies to have an opinion on any of it, but... I hope I don't care. Well, what was crazy was that one, uh, I think it was like the LA Times journalist who was like, oh, maybe if Margot Robbie had like, uh, you know, was playing a mo- in a movie about a genocide, like like going after Lily Gladstone from Killers of the Flower oh, Moon. As if those performances are anywhere on the same level. Yeah. And it's a real ge- Oh, I can't. Yeah, and that Ooh. got published. Someone got paid to write Someone that. Someone got paid probably very well to write that. Yeah. Well, journalism. Well, journalism, but she yeah. was one of the few people to survive a massive layoff yeah. at that newspaper whose name is known. Remember the thing last year when uh, someone wrote an article of, like, is Martin Short annoying? And everyone was, like, piled on, was, like, no. Here's my hot take. 
Yes, he's he is annoying, but that's the appeal. Okay, I, I have a, what a Fair. what a funny moment in internet culture that was. Very nice to see a lot of people being nice. Yeah. This yeah. shirt looks like those are all little bells. Have little tones, and you can hit them and play songs. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen a clown do that. Maybe at the Big Apple Circus, and instantly wanted one for myself. I'm glad you don't have one. I'm not. What other things are nominated for Best Picture? Oppenheimer. Did you did you do Barbenheimer? Uh, no. You're not a Christopher Nolan girly. Um, he's fine. I don't have a strong opinion on him. Okay. But I just thought that there was Phil. Are you a Christopher Nolan girly? No, I. I mean, I, I like. Well, I, yeah, I say, I the, his movie that I've seen, I have liked. Like, I liked Inception. I like Inception. Uh, the magic one. The Prestige. Prestige. I did like the Prestige. I think yeah. that's his best. Yeah. Is that it? But I've seen. Hugh Jackman plays desperate very well. Not a thing mm-hmm. he's asked to play a lot. Hmm. Oh, he's in that. But like manic desperation. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, Everyone's good in that movie. Actually, that's yeah. a very good movie. That's a great movie. I haven't thought about it in so long, yeah. but it's actually yeah. very good. Yeah. Should we just turn this off and watch the prestige? <laughs> I don't Honestly. think so. Yeah. I mean, oh, this thing he's holding looks like a gun, so. Yeah, what? It's like a staff? I don't yeah. know what it's supposed to be. What else? Very beautiful gown, though. Oh, my God. Oh, we still have over an hour yeah, left. Yeah, oh this movie gosh. is way too long. Halfway also. done. Oh, we're halfway there. Whoa. You have hair. <laughs> Thank you. Um, with that, I need to use the restroom. Oh, does that mean you're going to clamber over me? Well, no, I'll push the table. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, we can probably hear it. Do you want to hand me the computer? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What a great podcast. This is, I'm so, yeah. This is because we're usually in our clean oh, studio. Oh, when I get back, we'll check the, uh. The voicemail? The voicemail. Yeah. Do you guys often get calls because of the two pod episodes you didn't have that you listened to? So I think the episode after you, after the King and I is where we got our first call. So yes, we do, not every, not every episode, but, but most episodes we get about 10 to 15 calls from my dad, who... What's your dad's name? My dad's name is David. My dad's name is David. Hey! That's a good name for a dad. I don't think also, they're the same David. Solomon's what? dad's name is David. <laughs> Wait, is this where the star of David comes from? Yeah, I think so. Huh. I, don't ask me these questions. Like I said, I flunked out of people's Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I think so. Yeah, so he's David from Queens. I assume yours is David from, David like, from New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. <laughs> so, so not the same David, so that's good to know. Um, because that would have been a twist that this podcast is not ready for. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he calls in a lot, um, and he will listen to an episode and pause it and then call in and comment on the thing he just listened to and then call call again 10 minutes later when he's listened to more of the podcast and be like, oh, you already answered this question, but, um, that's cute though. Yeah. When Ron Howard came on, uh, in the elevator, he was like, is there much of an audience for a Yule Brenner podcast? And I said, it's just my dad, and I think he thought we were joking, but it is, <laughs> it's my dad and twice you. Is well, that's what I read on your letterbox review that led me to this podcast. You were like, my, my podcast that my dad is the only one who listens to. 
That's funny. Yeah, yeah, it's it's mostly him. We uh, maybe Phil will read out the uh, phone number, but yeah, well, and in the first episode and for a while, we would offer prizes if people called in and like said a code word. In the first episode, we said that anyone who called could be on the podcast, but no one called. So I don't know. Maybe if you tell your friends about it, someone will listen. I'm gonna tell my friends yeah. about it and. You let me know when it comes out. Yeah, I think this will probably come out on February tenth. All right, cool. So I will. Will I mean? I think Phil has your email address, so mm-hmm. we'll let you know. Uh, I'll post about it on Letterbox. Maybe you'll find it. Yeah, that's my most reliable way to reach me. That's the only social media I use. Now I could only kind of hear what's happening to the door. Did I miss a sibling review? No, yeah. both our dads are named David, and also Solomon's dad is named David in the movie. Oh. What's your dad's name? Robert. Robert. That's mm-hmm. a good dad name. Goes by Bob. Goes by Bob. Bob, yeah. even better dad yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, Strong dad name. Yeah. Now, does your dad go by Dave ever? Yeah. Okay. He, do, he, do, he uses both. So yeah. Change Mine does too, but he prefers David. Mm-hmm. You know? A great movie podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, your partner's on screen. We're looking at him. Yeah, here's looking at you. Well, I guess we're focused on the kid part of the title now, because you guys are kids of David. That's right. <laughs> sure. Well, and my, my, da- my dad has named... You're the- looking at David's kid. My dad has named the fans of this podcast, oh, like, true. you know, like Trekkies or Hoovians mm-hmm. or whatever. He's decided they're called Jolly Yule Kids. What is that? Well, like, I think it was Roger. Jolly Roger. I think we said our fans were named. Ro- we're all named Roger because we wanted someone named Roger to come on the podcast. Oh, like a specific wow. Roger or just any? Any name? Roger. Do you have any friends named Roger? No. Uh, my dad has a friend named Roger. Does he want to come on the podcast? <laughs> I'll ask my I dad to ask. Do him. not remember this being a thing. Does your dad want to come on the podcast? <laughs> um, I'll ask him. Because my dad is coming on the episode where we watch the Seven, the Magnificent Seven. Ah. Uh. Now, Ma- that's a good one. That one, Yul Brenner has his magnetism back in that one. Okay, great. He doesn't have it here, but he has it in that. Well, I was wondering if that should be a dad cast where we invite all of our dads to come guest. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Bob's not into it? Uh, no, he'd be too into it. Do you well, he... Go ahead, tell the story. Drake and I met through a, a public access comedy show. Um... And that's so dumb. One of, if not the last, no, one the last, but one of the last public access. Oh, oh that my god! On fire, and that means they this set that guy on fire. Is on life. fire. Um, yeah. Wow. I can't believe I almost missed the. Whoa! Oh hell yeah! See, he's moving. Yul Brynner moves in such a weird and specific way. But he's using it here, and like he looks interesting here. Is he a dancer? Was he trained in dance? I, didn't he used to be I mean, be a ballerina? Like, didn't he used to do that? I, I, mean, I might be making that. Shall up. we I dance? I mean, he. What if shall we dance is playing this scene happen? <laughs> I wish it had been. He yeah. is always good in fight scenes. He does move with a really cool, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why he's interesting to look at. Well, fight scenes also used to be filmed better because they wouldn't be able to edit it so much. Mm -hmm. So they actually had to learn the choreography. Yeah. Was that actually all one take that we just watched of him him trying to get the knife? I think they shifted after the the fire guy. Yeah, the fire guy. The knife, I think, was all one shot. Yeah. Him, like, kicking the the chaise. 
see, like, that's cool. You wouldn't have that, a shot that long in a fight scene. No. Yeah. Uh, you were telling a story about your dad. Oh, yeah. So on one of the last episodes of the public access version of the show, the, the scene, it was a call, it was a call in, and it was like, let's talk, it was like, meet the parents, and it was. Your dad called into that? You don't remember this? It was no. the last thing said in the show it was, I'm uh, Philip's father. And did he say Phil's father or did he say long tongue Phil's father? I think, I don't... Phil has the longest tongue in America. That's <sighs> true. Approved by Ripley's belief it or not. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Out of, yeah, ten years ago this year, which I should... I don't... To my knowledge, it hasn't been uh, usurped. I'm sure there is someone with a longer tongue, but, yeah, you know. We just don't know the technical. Yeah. How did that... How did you find that out? I saw a record for the longest tongue in America, and I thought... My tongue was longer, and it was. And you, like, wrote into them? Yep. Mm, so it's, it's in the book. Wow. Did they send someone to you to, like, measure your tongue? No, they didn't. I had to, like, send them videos of me measuring it and stuff. The previously mentioned friend Chris took in our uh, college living quarter that we lived in together. And, yeah, if it had been a Guinness World Record, that would they would have, like, sent someone. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it would have been more official, I think. But it had to send, like, a bunch of different angles and stuff. So he called into the Chris Gethard show. And, I don't know why we weren't naming it. It's the Chris oh, Gethard yeah, show. Yeah, copyright. Um, um, and, and said, I'm Phil's dad. Yeah, and there was, like, 30 seconds left in the show, and Chris said something like, yeah, your, your son has such a long tongue. What do you want to say about it? And he went, like, I'm tongue-tied. Oh, and no. got a huge applause and admit, oh, it was annoying. I wasn't at that taping. Yeah, it was the end of the episode. Um, and it was like the second or third to last episode of the entire public access run. That's well, a fun so. story. That's cute. Phil that he called in. Phil's dad also constantly posts on Reddit about Phil. Uh, so Phil is... I mean, not in a while. Not in a while, but Phil is part of a meme. He Which... T- Go ahead. Oh, no, you say well, it first. He no, took a photo with Daniel Radcliffe. And a lot of people think Phil looks like Harry Potter. Random people Especially come up on the street and say, hey, Harry Potter. Once when we were we were in L.A. and some kid walked up to us and was like, I knew I was going to see Harry Potter today. Oh, God, yeah, that was, what an interaction that was. But, so, Phil took a picture with Daniel Radcliffe at a stage door for some show. And his dad posted it on Reddit with the caption, my son looks more like Harry Potter than Harry Potter. And that became, like, a meme. Now, first of all, I do want to say J.K. Rowling can go fuck herself. Trans lives matter. Mm-hmm. She's a piece of shit. But Daniel Radcliffe is, is yeah. by all mm-hmm. uh, measures, it seems like a decent guy. Mm-hmm. But you look more like Harry Potter than he does, apparently. Apparently. And this has been shared millions of times, including my two favorites being it was a very, very short article on, in Teen Vogue. And also it was shared by T-Pain. Which, T-Pain, I emailed your manager about a show. Get back to me. Have you heard T-Pain's new covers album or seen his live? It's legitimately great. Yeah, I want to watch it. Um, He is a great singer. Come on the pod. Yeah. Well, Well, this is a thing. In in our season one finale, Phil said that this season, season two, we would have an Emmy winner, a Grammy winner, and a Tony winner on since we had an Oscar winner last season. Mm. Yeah, you got an EGOT for the show. We got an EGOT for the show. Yeah. So either you need to find three people. Oh, yes. 
Okay. I mean, Emmys are giving out what can do, Dave. I know. Uh, great job, Maddie. Um, we know. Uh, there's a lot of Emmys. Okay. Great. Great. Car, uh, I'm just saying, you've got like seven movies to find people for. Do we have a set limit of what a season is? Yeah, we're going to do as many movies each season, I've decided. Oh, okay. I thought we could do whatever we wanted. But we could split up movies between episodes. That's true. We could do ten episodes on... <laughs> Taurus Bulba. Yeah, well, we'll have Ron back for that one. Yeah, I'm sure he wants to come back. This looks like um, one of the marathon jackets. That she's Le- wearing? Less so from the front, but yeah. <laughs> this so, is all like... This, this, was, this was a crazy moment in the movie. I think they, I think Hollywood really wanted the audience to think it was awesome and, and crazy and cool. And that's not really how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. But her dress is very shiny. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like a poncho. Yeah, well, well she's about to take it off. So. Jackets, yeah. It's like foil ponchos. <sighs> Big podcast listener, Samantha. Do you listen to a lot of film podcasts? Um, I don't. I only listen to two podcasts, and they're both true crime podcasts, even though well, you listen I... listen to three podcasts. Yeah, I listen to three, <laughs> this being the third. Oh. Um, no, I listen to four. There's another... I listen to two, um, true crime podcasts more regularly, and then one that was, like, its own... It was just, like, one season, mm-hmm. one closed mm-hmm. story. Also a true crime? Hmm? Also a true crime thing? Yes. A true true crime comedy. They're all true crime comedy. True crime yeah. comedy. Yeah, the, that's a genre. Yeah. Have you heard of Springleaf? No. What is Springleaf that? Springleaf is uh, comedian James comedy. Acaster's new podcast. Um, that is true crime comedy. I would say, but it's not he true is, crime. It's a comedy. No, comedy. but it's presented as sure, true sure. crime. Uh, James Acaster, a very funny fiction. British comedian who, for years, has had a bit that he's actually. An undercover police officer, undercover as a comedian, and just the comedian thing took off. Mm-hmm. And so this is the only podcast that um, an undercover cop shares all his tapes. It's wow. very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I love plugging other people's other podcasts. podcasts that yeah have marketing budgets. Well, now he um, has to plug ours. Yeah, that's the James, plug ours or come to my uh, studio. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Uh huh. Do you Did guys that? listen to film podcasts? I listen to a couple. What? So, what inspired this podcast becoming a thing? You guys <laughs> okay. have been friends for a long time. We've been friends for a long time. You have been talking about making a podcast for a long time. That's true. No one has wanted to, <laughs> uh, including me, still. So, have you seen the movie Casablanca? Uh, yes. So in Casablanca, there's a line, here's looking at you, kid. Yes. That, I, that's, yeah. I realized that Yule sounds like you. And I said, hey, we should watch every movie starring Yule Brenner call it, here's looking at Yule, kid. And Phil, thinking I wasn't serious, said, yeah, we should. And I said, great. You said yes. That's it. That's all the thought. We had no experience with Yule Brenner. There's no reason that we would do this. I would say we don't really enjoy watching these movies. That's kind of the vibe I get. <laughs> I mean, this is particularly a bad one, but the uh, the journey and the king and I were more engaging, in my opinion. And mm. but you were well, really it, it, we're also you know there's no sound, which so yeah. it's hard to know what's happening. The king and I was interesting because I'm familiar very familiar with the musical, so I did know what was happening. I'm like, 
mm-hmm. been an idea of the song yeah, and stuff. You were like so mentioning what songs were. It was interesting to like watch it with that. I'm like, yeah, you. But also, <laughs> a thing that happens is Phil often, about 10 minutes into a podcast, starts to rebel and, and feel angry that he's recording with me. Yeah. I do think it's better when we have a guest. And he slowly starts to fall asleep. Yeah. That, it's often very boring. I, I, I'm we'll not... hang out and just talk. So I don't know what the problem <laughs> is. We're just sitting and there's a movie on in the background and yeah, talking. There's a performative element to it, you know? It's for the fan. It's for the fan. <laughs> it's for the fan. Hi, Dad. Oh, yeah, let's check the... Uh, oh, yeah, time. let's check the... Uh, oh, you gotta sing the... Check the, the calls. Jingle. Time to check the calls. Everybody knows that's the time. Oh, my lower effort one. Um, Beautiful. Bravo. Oh, all right, skip. Is this the right? Oh. Do we have a call? No, but I have a text message. Oh? What? This is not... Do I have any... Who is this contact? Oh, sorry. Um, I have a text message from... What's today? From three days ago. Oh. It just says, Tom. Tom? Tom, if you texted the podcast... Well, wait, do you think they're Tom and they're texting Tom? Wait, don't you, oh. don't, don't you know someone named Tom? Yes, that's what I checked. It's not that Tom. Well, text them back. Right? Yule. <laughs> that sounds like he was trying to, Tom, whoever he was, like, exchange numbers with, with someone, but got, like, one number wrong. He's yeah. like, I'll text you and then you'll have my number, too. Mm. All right. Or Phil Let's told see. someone his name was Tom and gave him that number. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is that no, what happened? No, no, I know what happened. Oh, no, it is a... He's not looking at it. It's a Tom who had asked for my phone number for something and I didn't want to give it, so I gave the podcast number. Uh-oh. What's that podcast number again? Uh, 518 I'll say it once and you have to listen. Call in, please. Leave yeah. your messages. Listen, the last... The last person who posted anything about this podcast came on. So actually, maybe don't leave a message if that sounds terrible to you. <laughs> yeah. I could have said no, I guess. Could have. You could have. Yeah, Are you either. regretting it? No, I think this is interesting. I've never been on a podcast before. Come in, back whenever you way, want. No, you have. This is a podcast. This is, this real. is a this podcast. Is real podcast. What are you talking about? This podcast is an IMDb, IMDb page for Which is... Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's not... You. Yeah. We did not make it. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. We talked about this last time, but we can talk about it again. Yeah. So that's an ongoing... Well, actually, yeah, talk about this. Whoever made our IMDb page, why has it not been updated? Right. Do you think it was... Is Ron Howard's episode on there? Yes. I feel like it was Ron Howard's assistant making sure that all of his things are in order. I feel like Ron Howard's assistant would try to hide that he was (laughs) on the show, though. Well, does he go on a a lot of podcasts? Maybe So then maybe they were like... But this he, is great. You know, he, he could be on more I podcasts. I guess it's possible. I mean, he has done other interviews. Whoever this was made an IMDb page for me as well. Yeah. Because you didn't have one. Because I didn't have one. They also made one for me, but they spelled my name wrong. That's and true. I already had a page. And so your I, name is spelled correctly in the in yeah. the description. So I, I did get it fixed. So it is now connected to my correct thing. But, yeah, very odd. I mean, I assume this person has not listened since Ron. Probably. Or maybe it was just a fan of his who made it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's very possible. What is going on? 
Yeah, they're all being like, this is their pagan ritual thing. Right, so we're supposed to think these people are scary and not cool and hot? Yeah, oh, literally. Scary. That's what Hollywood wants. Yeah. Oh, I see. Ooh, you know how a lot of people are worried that, like, movies are going to make people gay or sinful <laughs> in some way? Sure. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving Well, Lynn, you know Lola Brigida in that outfit, I'm sure, made some people gay. Yeah. And I'm sure Yo Brian made people gay, too. Like, I'm sure. They're both very hot people. But maybe not with this hair. Yeah, not with this hair. The, no. This hair actually turned people straight. Oh, <laughs> you hate to say it. <laughs> R.I.P., but it did. Huh. But this is, like, the wrath of God oh, happening. Oh, because he was, that. like, hanging out with the pagan people. Oh, this is pretty cool, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know if I need special effects to be better than this. Yeah. Yeah, it's working. And also, they're selling it. They're selling it. Remind me, you ever see um, the Pink Panther films? I've seen the well, cartoons. When I was really little. I remember. I think. For, yeah, I I remember when I was like as a kid, and I remember I think the first one I watched was the Pink Panther Strikes Back. It's like the third or fourth movie. But I do, for some reason, I have a vivid memory that in that movie, they, like, melt down the UN building with a destroying ray of some sort. And it's a similar level, I mean, that was decades later, but it was a similar level effect of, like, a clearly animated beam and those, like... But for some reason, that shot has stuck with me of, like, oh, that's a cool thing. And I still think of that almost every time I pass the UN building. Like, Isn't that fun? model being melted? Huh? Like, whatever model they Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I, I, I don't even mean a model as much as, like, a photo that they just, like, put a photo of sky over, like, hmm. it, it was a very, thing, it, like, the, a oh, good no. impact. because he was sinful, the girl died. Yeah, the ingenue one, the one that we're supposed to like. This is why men should be good, because if they're not, God will punish them by killing their women. Their women who aren't even their women. Like, he literally was like, you're not part of my hair. It's based on the Bible. Any woman in his vicinity is his woman. Yeah. You know that song, My Girl? Uh Uh-huh. It's about Solomon. It's about Solomon, yeah. Yeah. He does a good little anguished face, yeah. eyebrows. And now is this going to convince him that he shouldn't be a pagan, or is it going to convince him to uh, topple and kill God and overthrow him? I think it convinces him to go back to mm. God. <laughs> See, if God destroyed my house... Yeah, it'd be pretty bad. ...and killed my friends, I'd have some words with him. Uh, hey, oh, God oh. called into this podcast once, didn't oh. he? Uh, that sounds right. I think he did. Yeah. I don't remember why. Yeah. Was sure. That wasn't in the King and I episode, huh? <laughs> no, it wasn't. We have stuff to talk about. It was the probably King the Ten Commandments. Oh, I mean, yeah. Another movie he starred in. Right. God, come on the pod. God pod 2024. How much longer is there in this movie? This has got to be. It's like got to be almost lot. over, right? wasn't even the climax of it. Because based on the time of this recording, I think it's like a half hour left. Oh my god, oh my... it's almost yeah. an hour. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, way too long. Way, way, Should way we, like, too order long. food? During the podcast? Yeah, why not? People have complained that I eat on this podcast. 
Oh. Oh, yeah. My dad? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no messages. No messages. Yeah, he hasn't listened in a while. Yeah. And you said he did not listen to Ron? I don't think he listened to the Ron episode. Yes. Oh, right, yeah, main, main team. That's great. Yeah. Now, you listened to the Ron episode, including after Ron left the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I watched the part with Ron. Okay. And then after that, I just put my phone down and listened. Also, just to be clear, you if you want to leave at any point, <laughs> you're welcome to. You don't need to. I was considering it, but then you brought up food, and then I thought, oh, maybe I'll stay and see what happens. <laughs> well, I mean, if you guys are hungry, we can order something. I, I ate when I got here, but... Kind of. Up to you. Yeah. Well, there's like also nothing saying that we <laughs> we could pause this recording and just hang out like human beings if you wanted to. That's true. Or we could pause this recording and go to sleep. You go to sleep while we're recording sometimes. That's true. And now I'm supposed to make bed? Yeah, you're not allowed in the bed, though. Yeah, that's true. Ever. You know what? No, we're we're. This episode's about to get good. You want to know why? Yeah. Because Phil's gonna sing another song, and that's gonna lead us into the end game of the podcast. When has me singing the song made it good? Every time. Go. A half hour left of this movie, and we know what you wanna see. It's time for the end game of the episode. Whoa, whoa, we've got so much time, and I need to make another rhyme. And now, I hate that we've gone on this road. Whoa, 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 so now it's the part where the podcast ends, and we have tooth and turns, and we all the road ends, and oh, Drake's gonna tell us what to do, and it's gonna be great. All you. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. On the spot. Uh, yeah, I have yeah. a question. Yeah. In in the uh, the journey, one of you guys was doing a voice of a character. I'm not asking you to do it again now, but just who? Which one of you was that? Well, we both did characters in that one. I think. Well, I think he was Jeeves. Mm. You was personal butler. Mm, okay. Yeah. So that might have been him. I mean, was do you it, remember anything about the voice? Like, the orphan of like the rocks. It was given like a, a goblin. It was giving. Okay. Gremlin. Were they maybe googling stuff? Maybe. Was it? You don't need to do the voice now, though. You well, don't need to do the voice now. <laughs> Whoever it is. You, Drake? Did it sound like this? <laughs> we want me to Google yeah, it for you! It did. It yeah, did. yeah, that was it. Yeah. Wow, look at That's that. our friend Googly the Googler. He Googles stuff for us. It was really jarring to hear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's going to be again if you see the uh, <laughs> sound wave on this recording. Yeah, he's, he's, he's our little friend who Googles stuff. Oh, and that's who you got in a fight with? Yeah, he didn't that's... like, well, two other fictional characters right. that appear on this podcast. The Orphan of the Rocks. <laughs> I don't remember his whole deal. Uh, he kind of sounds like, Hey, it's the, the Orphan of the Rocks. And and Jeeves, which was Phil doing a bad British accent. You want to give us a bit of that? Uh, no. Nope, they think so. They got married on the season finale, and Googly was in love with one of them, but we don't know who. But then did Bingy come to... Yeah, Bingy came at the end. He's a piece of oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we left on a cliffhanger that we did not resolve and will not resolve. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm looking up Yul Brenner's, um 
filmography in order just to mm-hmm. see what's what's up next for you guys. Sure, and you can pick which episode you want to come back on because I'm sure you really <laughs> want to. Uh... Um, your next one is him and Kay Kendall, who I've only seen in one movie, but who I really liked. That name rings the bell to me. Um, she's in Once More with Feeling with Fuel. That's what we're watching next. That's next, yeah. Hmm. And she was married to Rex Harrison, who knows what he did. What did he do? I just think he was a bad person. Like, I just don't like him. Oh, but is this based on actions or just Well, I think... I think this is, I'm not an expert, but I think Kay Kendall died of, like, some really serious health thing. Like, maybe she had cancer or something, but they were married, and he did not tell her because it was way back then, and doctors could do that. Yes, because they would tell, like, the husband, right? Yeah, and he was like, don't tell her, and so she just thought she had, like, anemia or something, or some blood deficiency, and she died of it not knowing, and he didn't tell her, and I think that's horrible. Yeah. And Rex Harrison, I just think that's that just makes me think he's right. an evil person. Rex yeah. Harrison, you're canceled. <laughs> yeah, canceled. Canceled by God too, I would imagine. <laughs> he's dead, right? Yeah, yeah, he's got to be. Um. Oh uh, uh, yeah, sounds right. like a piece of shit. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> well, anyways, he's not in the next movie. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I assume. I bet him. He and Yule went for the same role sometimes. We. Just based mm-hmm. on the fact that they're both in classic musicals. But he doesn't really sing. Was he Dr. Doolittle? Um, uh, well, he was in My Fair Lady with Eliza yeah, Doolittle. He was, yeah, uh, he was mm-hmm. Henry Higgins. Mm. And he has, like, he, like, speaks things and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so this, this next movie is Once More With Feeling. Should we get someone who is on the Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode Once More With Feeling to be on that? You should definitely try. That would okay. be a big get. But hold on, because there are problematic people in that cast. Like, I don't want that fucker who played... I don't the know this show. dweeby guy who, like, has broken into people's hotel rooms and stuff. Ooh. What, this? Yikes. I don't know, I don't know any Buffy the Vampire Slayer. One of the guys <laughs> who plays, like, you know, the loser friend, like, yeah, is, like, a bad guy. I can picture him. Yeah. When I say someone from that episode, I mean probably a background actor. Oh. I think you should reach out to Allison Hannigan. Yeah, okay. get her on. Get her on. Is she on the show? Is she yeah. Buffy? She's not Buffy. No. <laughs> She's Willow. <laughs> She's Willow? Isn't she? Isn't that her yeah. character's name? Yeah. There's a Ron but connection. Alec is Willow. What? Nope, that's Blossom. That's... <laughs> I... Oh, I tried to make a joke. And I made a joke of myself. She was also on How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Um, not my involved. Did you see that Josh Radner recently got married to someone who looks a lot like Kristen Milioti? I did not. Yeah. Well, I saw that they got ma- that he got married. I didn't know if she looked like Kristen Milioti. Yeah. She should come on the podcast. Yeah. But she shouldn't listen to this episode. The, the movie you watched before this one, was that The Sound and the Fury? It That's was. Pretty- mm-hmm. How was that? I have little memory of recording that episode. <laughs> I, I listened to that episode like a week or two ago to get ready to come back and do more of them. And I have barely a memory. I believe it was very long. Um, and A trend. 110 minutes. According <laughs> to Letterboxd. Mm. It, right. I mean, we talk about barely paying attention. We barely paid attention to that one. That one was also set in like close to contemporary times when it was filmed. 
so it was less visually interesting. We learned uh, that of, uh, like, when the word o'clock was coined. Yeah, I like this backdrop because it's clearly painted, but I think, well, I can't see it now, but the way it was zooming in, the building in front of the pyramids, I think, is on a separate flat because there, there was, like, that uh, parallax effect of, like, it was moving. Was, uh, that was cool. Sorry, continue. Yeah, yeah no, that was we love the time. technical thing. Yeah. yeah. I do, at least. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, mm. he's in the same shirt that you like before. Oh, yeah. That's his, like, like, older brother buttons. guy. He looks I... like J.K. Simmons. Yeah. This guy? Yeah. He does not. Oh, not bad. Uh, and that they're both, like, old? No, like the <laughs> facial structure. No, they, he doesn't. You just haven't looked at J.K. Simmons. Wait, are you talking about the brother or the pharaoh? The pharaoh. No, 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 no. He has, like, the chin. I see it a little. Yeah. I'll be on your side. But his nose. Yeah, not the nose. It's like if J.K. Simmons wore the nose maestro. I like how they both looked at each other right there. Like, they were reacting to what he said. He thinks it's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Well, we've barely gotten to know one another. What, I mean, what we, we still got time other? left. We know we know where we, we each other live. We know our dad's names. Yeah. What are questions you ask someone to get to know them? What's your middle name? No, that's too. Well, I won't even tell you my last name. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, what, so, like, if... what? What's your process for preparing for the podcast? If I can. Ask... <laughs> I mean, sometimes sometimes we, we prepare. prepare games or topics. I you had saying, some games for Ron Howard. Yeah, yeah. I was saying, like, fifteen minutes before you got here, I was like, I it just hit me that I did even less preparation than normal for this because it's been a while since we recorded one of these. We like to bring a topic each. Yeah. I thought, well, I invited a guest, so that feels like that'll generate enough conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not that talkative, I No, guess. no, you've been great. No, yeah. Um, you, my girlfriend came on this podcast and talked less than you have, so. For a movie that she was like, oh, I really want to do this episode. What movie was it? It was Anastasia, mm-hmm. which the animated Anastasia by Dunbooth is loosely based on. She loves that movie. Yeah, that's a good And one. she loves the Romanovs in general. And um, then she realized, oh, she had to talk on a podcast and didn't want it. <laughs> if I invite someone from the Buffy the Vampire Once More It's Feeling episode, mm-hmm. in the email, do we just say, do you want to come on this podcast and talk about Once More It's Feeling? And, and it's a surprise when they arrive that it's a, a well, different Once More I don't feeling. think we should mislead people. That's true, that's true. But I'm sure they'll have listened to the podcast and know. I wouldn't be sure of that. Yeah. First, I, I, I agree with you, Dre. Like, I came here yeah. having listened to an episode. Yeah, yeah. Knowing no, what, what no, was happening. No, we won't do that. We won't do that. That's a beautiful fighting. Wait, show that angle again. I don't think it's going to listen to you. Wow. What's your favorite color? Blue. Blue is statistically the most fam- like, favorite color of the most mm, people. Yeah. What's yours? What? Green. Nice. Philip? Mine's yellow. Whoa. Combine them. Green. Wow. Um, Say we're one of Yeah. We're, we're going to be best friends by the end of this. I guess, vaguely, what do you do for work besides um, Letterboxd? 
I work with kids. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. You did talk a little bit about it. Yeah. We didn't know so you work with adults. And kids turn yeah. into adults. Occasionally work with kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, I, f- photography and design cool. and theater stuff and and background acting, which I need to get up early for tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, so this is a big commitment for you to watch this Yeah, long, yeah. Long well, no, this is good because I'll be able to fall asleep quickly. Yeah, that's fair. No, you're always up as soon as we leave. That's probably true. Well, it's too late to order something on the pocket right now, but I will either make her get something to eat, which we could all do. And what do you do? Jake? I'm a temp right now. Uh, Last January, I resigned from a position I'd had for like eight years. That was a year ago? That was a year ago. Oh, It was February, actually. Wow. Um, I, I had been, like, a manager in, like, an office job for an office job, and I resigned. So, yeah. between bigger positions. Now you do boring podcasts. Now I do boring podcasts. Yeah, so actually, I feel that's another answer of why the podcast started. Oh, yeah, I was unemployed. <laughs> well, I wasn't when we started it. Oh, that's right. Because this is year three. God. It's crazy that you have job. job a year ago. And it's crazy that this has been longer than that. Yep. Man. When was the um, last time you cried? Y- hmm, good question. Mm, maybe about a week ago. So I'm also, I mean, I have my job with kids. It's like a part-time job. So I'm also applying for jobs. And <laughs> boy, does that suck. It sure does. <laughs> Wait, do you find that like half the jobs you apply to turn out to be scams? Because that's what I've found. Oh, I haven't found that. Mm. Do you know about the time I applied for a thing and got, like, a a Google Hangout interview yeah. and it was clearly suspicious? Yeah. And the email address, it was a Gmail email address, but, like, someone who I looked up and was in this company, so I contacted her actual email and it was, it was like, oh, thank you for alerting me. Like, this is not I real. That. I got an offer for, mm-hmm. like, some sort of front desk job somewhere. And they said, oh, come to this building tomorrow for a meeting. Bring $150 because if you get approved, you need to be certified and paid for the certification. And I said, that sounds shady. And yeah. so I called the com- the place that we were supposed to be. And I was like, hi, did you leave me a message offering me this position? And they said, no, that's not us. If it was us, you'd get a call from yeah. me. And I said, thank you. Yeah. But so was it like frustrations with the job search? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just... Yeah, it's horrible. It's yeah. rough out there, bro. Yeah, man. When mm. was the last time you cried? I mean, like a few hours ago, technically, because I having an allergic reaction to some dogs there playing with yesterday. But I kind of had a delayed alert because it was, I don't know, but I was tearing up. I, I'm shocked my eyes were not bright red when you saw me. Um, and yeah, I almost, I was like, I'm going to have to like postpone this, but. I'm glad we didn't. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. now we've had this amazing podcast episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I also have the whole time been like, am I going to start tearing up? <laughs> but I'm okay now. Yeah. <sighs> what else? Um, 
it, it, this is also a weird thing is it's been so long since I've met somebody new because I don't go out much recently. <laughs> so I just have forgotten how to like meet people. That's true. We were just talking about how you haven't talked to anyone in, in Well, so yes, weird... two nights ago or last night, my girlfriend, my girlfriend said something and then we both made the exact same joke at the same time and then it happened again two minutes later. And she said, we need to see other people because we... Like, literally, not like a breakup thing. Like, we just need to talk to other people because we've spent too much time in the same room as each other. So, here I am. Now I'm your guy's problem. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably very happy. To be alone right now? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think... She, this she... movie had the record for most stars of David... There's probably some weird propaganda film mm. that's anti-Semitic that has a lot. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. There are. They do have well, a lot, though. Which yeah. is, that's kind of a quick turnaround, because isn't the star of David, like, David, who, like, literally just died at the beginning of this movie? Is so, that like, guy had great branding. Yeah, really. Well, did... Well, is it? It's star of David for David of David, David and Goliath, right? Am I mean, uh, that's what I would assume. I don't know yeah. what I'm talking oh, about, but... that looks painful. Um, that's yeah. the David that died at the beginning of the movie. I mean, if it is that David, though, there's also the question, was the star created for him, or was it a, an existing star that, when he died, became the star of David? Mm. But they people were already wearing them when he was alive in the movie. Oh. Yeah. So maybe it was just or the just, star before oh, that. Oh, a 3D one. Him. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of see, like, like sometimes I'll watch a really boring movie from the 50s or 40s or whatever, and I'll, it's, like, it's very boring to me, but then there's, like, this 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 must have been crazy to people, oh, yeah. maybe. I mean... People probably got really hurt filming this. Yes. Yes, for sure. Wasn't there... I don't know if it was John Wayne or if it was some other cowboy guy, but someone, like asked him why he wanted to be a star and he was like because the stars don't get shot because <laughs> they use sometimes would have real bullets and the extras would get shot and they would like fully ha- ha- die of bullet wounds and whatever well so, and people die from being shot with blanks now too i know yeah but that's a cool shot yeah that see like some of these are are good some mm-hmm. of these are interesting The poor mm. horses, though, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, good light there. Mm-hmm. Now, see, at a certain point, <laughs> it becomes less... It just becomes an endurance exercise. It's hard to talk consistently for two and a half hours. About... About a, a movie we don't really know about. about. Also, or I that you know about but don't really find interesting. Yeah. I didn't find it interesting. Yeah, so this is, you brought this note twice, twice in a today. Day. Yeah, that's. Is this your least favorite movie that you've watched twice in the same day? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> because I don't think I've ever rewatched a movie I disliked immediately <laughs> after. Yeah. Now, at what point when you were watching it originally did you know, like, oh, this is not. Like, probably pretty yeah. early on. Okay. At first, but you like, still decided to stick with it, yeah. even knowing you were coming to it again. I felt like I should... Well, I felt, first of all, I didn't like it from the beginning, and I was like, what's happening here? 
I don't care about these men. And then I was like, maybe I'll care when Gina Lollabrigida comes on. Sure, sure. Um, and then I didn't really. And so then I was like, okay, but maybe it'll get more interesting as it goes on. And then it still didn't. And then I was like, sort of, it was like 40 minutes in and I was like, I either will stop now or I'll like actually finish it and like do my homework. The bare minimum for coming on this podcast. Oh no, that's not the bare minimum. Yeah. Have well, you I guess the bare minimum the would have been to not watch it at all. Yeah. Um, but I felt like it would be nice to watch it. And then maybe if I have anything interesting to say about it, I could say it. But I just don't really find this movie very interesting. Um, and I no. don't care about them, any of the characters. Hmm. And um, kind of looks like he goes with a fancy condiment bottle. <laughs> like ketchup, uh, like mustard. Yeah, like yeah. a mix of They're ketchup and mustard yellow. based on the colors. Um, yeah, this is not e- this is not even a very beautiful shot. Yeah. Like, no. now will you put a second review on Letterboxd for this? Yeah, Great. and it's going to mention your podcast again. Well, we're going to have to invite you on again. <laughs> you have done more publicity for this podcast than anybody else. Yeah. Ron, share the link. Um, yeah, Ron would not share the podcast. Uh, well, listen, hey, you're welcome back anytime. Thanks. <laughs> the only other Yul Brenner movie I've seen and liked is The Magnificent Seven. But I like I like your gimmick of doing the dad's thing, so I don't yeah, think I'll come back fine. for that. Yeah. Well, what we should do is have seven dads. Oh, we should have seven dads. You think any podcast has ever had seven dads? Uh, I don't... Sure, the podcasts that are just all dads. Yeah, but seven? seven? Sevens, I don't... Do podcasts usually have more than, like, four people I max? I don't think probably so. not. And it's probably a reason. It seems chaotic. So what we should do is slowly... Because the Magnificent Seven, they gather seven different mm-hmm. gunslingers, cowboys to come, like, right? So we should, during the podcast... Okay, well, so we got we bring one in, dad. Yeah, my dad, too. Your dad. I guess my dad. Uh-huh. So only four more dads. Only four more dads. Wait, is my so, dad included in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah why not? Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the Davids can meet. Yeah. Ron is a dad. Ron is a dad, so he'll come back for it? Yeah. Okay. Ron's also a granddad. Does that count twice? Can you be... Or we can get a son. Oh, uh, no, it's his a daughter. daughter. So then... Uh, no. <laughs> get his son-in-law. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, does Bryce's husband want to come on? Yeah. I'm saying, yes, he does. <laughs> okay, great. Um, well, did I tell you this, that uh, my my girlfriend's dad said that we really? should harass Yul Brenner's widow to come on the podcast? Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to bother that woman we for our be- dumb podcast. You don't need to harass her, but ask her once politely. I, well, I <laughs> think it'd be rude to even do that. This is... Yeah. I don't know that this podcast is honoring him. Well, oh. I mean, do you guys important. like Yul Brenner? Like, as an actor, are you? He seems fans? good. It, it's, I mean, he's good when he's bald. I've only, if not heard him speak. Yeah, we haven't heard him speak. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it seems. The. I think a lot um, of people think this podcast is a joke, not serious and disrespectful. Now, I don't know that I would say that that's I true. would say it's a joke and not serious, but I don't think it's disrespectful. Well, we did try to start this podcast on the anniversary of his death. Uh, well, that's kind of how it worked out. I think we are like, oh, it's close. It wound up being the anniversary and then one That's month. when you dropped 
your first episode? It was supposed to drop on October 10th, which was, it would have been like 28 years since he died or something like that. No, more, 38. He died in the late 80s. Um, but I <laughs> contracted COVID-19, novel coronavirus, current pandemic, everyone wear a mask. But, um, for the first time in October 2022, mm-hmm. 2022? Yeah, 2022. Yeah. Um, and so Phil could not come and record, so we did it the following month, came out November 10th, and then every once in a while on the 10th of a month we release an episode now, but we don't do it every month like we say we're gonna... Well, we had a season break. Yes, it's not even the longest hiatus we've had. That, oh. Okay. That doesn't look like a comfortable pillow. See? I think it's, it's his <laughs> noticed. Are these yeah. people asleep or dead? Oh, okay, asleep. Uh, what, wherever I fall from seeing I was playing right now. That's a good move, right? Yeah. He's just had his big idea that's going to save the armies. It almost looks like that's a tablet with Ten Commandments on it. Is that what it looked like in the movie? But made of stone. Less shiny, yeah. Well, how much time is left, Phil? It can't be much. It's all, It's like the, the, oh my God. the final battle. How but... are there still 20 minutes left? What do we want? Do you have anything to plug? Um, follow me on Letterboxd. Letterboxd. At more violence on TV. on TV. I already have. Phil doesn't use Letterboxd. Well, that, I do have a Letterboxd. What that I have not logged into for two years. Do you want to tell people about the board game you made? Yeah, two years ago for an Oscars party, I made a board game called Letterboxing. Based on my friend's letterbox reviews. The, and we were, going to the, we were having this Oscars party in a few weeks, and I kept saying, I'm bringing a game, and everyone said, don't do that. That sounds like bad. And I said, no, it's going to be great. You're going to love it. And I said, it's not going to be good. And then everyone loved it. It was the biggest hit. They all wanted me to do it again the next year. And Letterboxd wrote an, an interview me about it because of how much everyone loved the game. That sounds great. Tell us about the game. Um, like how did it, what was the objective? How did it work? It, it was, was, it had a real board. It had it a board. little cards. It was all designed to look like Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were like cards with, there were views on, there were, oh, okay, there were different categories of things you could do to move forward. It was like, yeah, there was one where it guess was like, who wrote a review? Right. Fill in, was it like fill in a word in the review? I have some of the cards left somewhere. I have my cards. Yeah. yeah. It was like, oh, here's a letterbox review. Guess which of us wrote it. Or there'd be like, oh, here's one of this person's reviews. They read out. Everyone has to guess what movie it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. And then there was one where it was like, here are all the tags someone posted this year. Figure out, based on just the tags, who... Yeah. Posted these reviews. Yeah. Which I started using tags on Letterboxd because of that game because previously I did not use them ever. So my card was just blank for that one. Well, so that's the thing. It's like, you want me to do it the next year, but the thing is, part of it would be element of the surprise because if you know it's a thing, you it'll could, affect, it could affect it. Yeah. But I'm like, maybe it's been a few years. We'll see. Or like get a different group of people together for it. That's true. I'm not <laughs> Well, I'll, What are you doing for the Oscars? <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'll come to your Oscars party. Great. If well, no, we need a new Oscars party with none of these same people. Well, except for me. And t- I mean, you're welcome to come to my apartment for the Oscars if you like. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, everyone follow me on Letterboxd. My username is Drake ACA. 
Phil, what's your letterboxed username that you don't use? I think it's Rudderbox. No, oh, right? it might be uh, Letterboxd. That, would that be available? Um, or I should plug something else. Um, oh, come to 54 Below on February 29th and on May 4th for great show that I'm doing. Yeah. An actual plug. Also subscribe to my newsletter, alltheemmies.substack.com. Also subscribe to my newsletter, hypocritical.substack.com. We haven't had an update in a while, but they're, they're, they're coming. Yeah, he reviews pictures of hippos. It's pretty Another nice. thing, title first. Yeah. Do you guys want to workshop my review for this movie? Oh, oh yeah. Live. All right, I'm sticking with one and a half stars. Do we okay. feel that that's fair? That seems fair. No, I... you don't think the camaraderie of us... But it's balanced out by the lack of sound. Yeah. Oh, is it better silent? No, mm. this uh. is not better silent. Like, the journey was was interesting with sound and it was interesting without sound this was not interesting either way lack yeah. of sound did not enhance it sure. like i was saying like it's like they don't have there's no Gilbert doesn't have his usual magnetism in this even in this shot which is like this is almost an interesting shot like his face is interesting mm. but like he looks like another actor and i can't quite place it hmm They're all, this is mm. actually going to be a, a cool little visual gag that they're about to do. Well, okay. I don't know if it's about... It'll happen in like a couple minutes, maybe. Alright, so what do you have so far oh, yeah. for the... Um, I don't have... I haven't written anything. Oh, okay. I literally okay. just opened it. it. It looks like they're like making a shape formation on, on left on there. Well, this is like the big finale battle mm -hmm. between, I guess, like Egypt and Israel. And they're going for it. And look at that little horse. Yeah. I mean, like this is an interest. I'm pretty sure they went to like location on in Spain to do this. Mm. So that's fun for them. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of horses that were mistreated, probably. Yeah. And extras. Mm-hmm. Phil, do you sometimes get sad that you never got to work with Yul Brenner? Um, no, it's probably balanced out by not being trampled by a horse or stabbed. Mm -hmm. But in a way, are we working with Yul Brenner right now? Wow. Well, we are mentioned on his Wikipedia page. That is That's true. That's kind of big. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter who added it. <laughs> However, uh, well, but also the photo on his Wikipedia page. So like, this is right an interesting there. shot. They're oh. blinding That's the photos. Oh, <laughs> wow! Yul Brenner did not come on this podcast. <laughs> not All yet. white bald men are not, not the same. Yet. Oh boy! Yeah, that was an interesting shot. Like the. Because well, that also, all, that looks like... I'll like your other review. Because like that's something that these days would definitely be done with, like, like fake lens flare and stuff, but, like, that could, like, there's a reflecting giant thing with the camera, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, the way that light's working. Oh, my. 
What are you doing? I was liking her review of oh, uh, she was. Where I say that even hair doesn't make him sexy. Or like adding <laughs> hair doesn't make him sexy. Because he's usually sexy. Yeah, third. Yeah. They should, he should... Yeah. Do we think these are like toys? Yeah, they're little models. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like little, like basically like painted army men. Some of them. Like, yeah. Oh, they're that the very solid horses. Oh, you've seen Lion King in three D. Actually, yeah. without sound, this shot becomes <laughs> very funny. Yeah. Um, oh wow. Have you seen the classic short video on YouTube called Lion King in 3D? I have not. I don't think I have either. I I've must seen have the shown movie The Lion you. King in 3D. No, it's, it's on IMAX. Oh, is it over? No. Juno Brigida. There's going to be one kind of interesting effect with her makeup. And then I think I did walk away after that. Oh, so you haven't seen the whole thing? I guess not. I didn't see all like right. the last five minutes. The last five minutes could save it all. <laughs> I doubt it. Could bump it up to two stars. Could <laughs> knock it down to one star. Yeah, yeah true. Um, Lion King in 3D is a, like, 30-second video. Someone just did a, uh, like, a 3D rendering of the scene um, when Scar, or when Scar pushes Mufasa off the cliff. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and he just, like, like, a solid thing down. It is it's so funny. Wait, it's what so happens? You stop talking. It's, it's it's just like a three D rendering, and I see like a bad like CGI three D thing. Um, but it's uh, it's like Mufasa doesn't move; it's just like solid legs, like this, sort of, like bouncing off of the side like a model, and then it zooms in on Simba's face. I'll show it to you after. My this. favorite thing is that you you moved your body to show us, and this is an audio uh, medium. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Everyone look up Lion King and 3D But if they're watching the movie along with us, it's like the horses that were uh, just right. falling off yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, no, it, it is relevant. Um, <laughs> like, if I brought a bad dog on YouTube, that's irrelevant. That is a funny sure, dog with a tissue yeah. box on its head. But Lion King in 3D. Now, Samantha, will you listen to this episode of the podcast when it comes out? Um... Maybe. And will you watch this movie a third time? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna revisit this movie anytime soon. Oh boy. Yeah, Lion King in 3D is a better film than this. Harsh, harsh to this one. No, that's that is probably not true. Oh, well, Phil, um, a thing we talked about in season one was making. Was adapting this podcast into a movie. Do you remember this? Vaguely. We were going to go to the Port of New York, which oh, was yeah. Will's first movie. Like a documentary film? Yeah. Experience? Uh, well, do you know that Yul Brenner died in New York City? I did not. He died on 69th Street. It was a New York hospital. A New York hospital. Um, so we thought we could go over there. We really it's want to no record longer. a podcast in that hospital. Well, I think it's no longer a hospital, right? Oh, is it not? Oh, no, no, it is. It's just it's like under... It's, like, it's been renovated and stuff. Called, it's like a Mount Sinai or something. Yeah. So... Yeah, that might be distasteful. <laughs> well, it might be. Yeah. Where was he born? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Multiple choice. Yeah. Unconfirmed. Yeah. He's... Buried in California. Wonder if he has a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He must. 
with his, with his handprints in that cement. Oh, I think he does. Give me... I can go there. Yeah. We picked, that was five years ago I went to L.A. Wow. Four and a half years, yeah. Gotta go back for you. Wow, we're so close. And yet... What else? So what else? Far. Oh, that was rude. Oh. oh, no. Oh, do they stone her yeah, to death? they're stoning her, which is so sad. Very rude. I like that the stoning made her cough. Well, have you been stoned? <laughs> Heck yeah, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, they don't quite kill her because they get distracted, I think. Like, they're doing it's other relatable. things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the people come back and they're like, oh, let's stop stoning her. No, the 3D stars was he just in. slaughtering her people? No, I think they were mad at her because they were went to battle with other people, and so they're like, and he did that, or like she like betrayed him in battle. This is what I'm saying. I really, this movie did not grab my attention. I wasn't even paying that much attention the first time I watched it, mm-hmm. but I think they thought that he was dead, and so they killed her. They were trying to kill her because of that, but then he's alive, so they got excited and they stopped. So here's my question to you. Do you understand now why sometimes we don't talk about the movie <laughs> on this podcast? Yeah, but this is not a terribly interesting movie plot-wise or even visually. It's like it wants to be interesting visually because there's like a lot of expensive shots with tons and tons of extras and all these horses and these desert scenes and everything. But like the journey is visually interesting. <laughs> well, hey, we I, talked about you, them biting the glass. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was that was a fun story that he told. Yeah. Yeah, um, and like the king and I is visually gorgeous. Her in that dress in this in shall we dance? You guys got to the part and you were like, oh, this is this is the shall we dance part, and I literally was like ready, and then you guys started talking <laughs> oh. about something else, and I was like, that's the best. That whole movie, that movie is very racist. That movie is like not what like it's not like. Well, it, we definitely talked about being racist. Yes, you did talk about it being racist, which is good. Um, I mean, it is, but like it, it, that, that poker sequence of them at the end, it like almost makes up for it. It's like, I mean, it doesn't, but it's just like, oh, yeah. it's so beautiful. Like that gown, that huge gown and like him and his hand on her waist. Like, can we, like, you didn't even mention his hand on we, her waist. We were too busy talking about theater we'd seen and what if there was a movie called The King R or something like that. Yeah, you went through the, so the much of the alphabet. Oh my God, yeah. Wow. It was a little frustrating, to be honest. <laughs> so, you're perhaps not going to be a regular listener moving forward. Well, you've watched, like, the two Yul Brenner movies that I'm most interested in. And yeah, you've already watched right, them. Yeah, Carr. because I actually don't care about men very much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but I like Yul Brenner, and I liked him in the Cowboy movie. Um, Magnificent Seven is a good movie, like... At Seven Samurai is a good movie, and it's based on that, and so it's like basically Yule plus Seven, the good combination. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Seven Samurai, Magnificent Seven. Right? Yeah, well, Yule, he's Yule not Yule in Seven six. Samurai. Yule plus Six. Oh. Magnificent Seven is based on the Seven Samurai. Yeah, uh, Seven Samurai is like, a Japanese I thought this was another film. Yeah. I see. No, like the Seven Samurai is the same plot as Magnificent Seven. Magnificent yeah. Seven took the plot and took it from like. Uh, Samurais in Japan yeah. to cowboys. In a lot of Western movies are like based on old samurai movies. Yeah, they got all okay. the same tropes. See, I see. 
You know what else drew a lot of inspiration from Akira Kurosawa was Star Wars, and Ron Howard directed Solo. Solo, man. <laughs> Uh, well, sorry for doing this to you. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. It, this is an interesting experience. Like, Great. Remains interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we still have five minutes, so it's not done yet. Oh, oh this is the last five minutes you didn't see, so. Oh, wait, but I did see because it's, there's oh. there's an interesting little visual moment with her with her wounds. Because well, now God is going to speak to them. Oh, oh. it's. It's not Morgan Freeman's voice happening. I was watching this with my dad earlier, um, and he was like, oh, look, at, like the, the, it's lighting up. And I was like, okay, it's not Morgan Freeman, though. Because it's just like some guy speaking. Well, and you watched it on Tubi, right, with that? So you, yeah. it was longer when you watched it. It was. It was a few minutes longer than this, anyway. Oh, here's the... It's like kind of interesting what they do with her makeup here. What was the best acid she play? healing? Yeah, oh, that God is very heals cool. her. Oh, Mm-hmm. Yep, that was fun. Fun practical effects. Mm. What was your favorite ad that played in your first watch of this movie? Oh, I don't look at ads. I don't Great. Wa- I mute them and I do and I do other things. Great. <laughs> That's how I live my life. Do you have any phone games you play while watching movies and there are ads on or anything like that? I was on Letterboxd reading these reviews oh. and I wasn't paying attention. But no one really had very many interesting things to say because it's oh, not yeah. a very interesting movie. Oh, like I, God, I wish there was more that could be said about it. I mean, there. It, I'm sure there's more. I mean, you could. I mean, I think this was one interesting review from Letterboxd was talking about how like the state of Israel was kind of new when this came out. And it's very much like the, he's like the king of Israel and the army of Israel against their enemies. And that's like a big thing, which is like relevant to today. Mm. Um, and so like as a piece of propaganda, this is functioning in a lot of the same ways that it did when it came out. But mm. also it's like a bad movie and I don't <laughs> care about it. So that's like interesting. Yeah, yeah. But... Like, the journey, I think, I would also say is a piece of propaganda, but that's, like, at least an interesting story, too. This is not, like, it's not a compelling romance here. It's not a compelling family story with David and his and his dead father and his estranged brother. When it seems like there were a lot of complaints that this is not even accurate to the story in the Bible. Yeah, it's, I mean, I can't speak to that, but that's my impression from other people's letterbox reviews. Yeah, yeah. that's also where I got this from. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They got that baby story in there. Folks, what we've learned today is Letterboxd is a very fun website that brings people together to record bad podcasts. Another weird cut right there. He's um, slipping. I, don't, I, wonder, I wonder how old he was when he made this because this was his last movie. Oh, the director. So, like, maybe he was, the, yeah, the director. Mm. Maybe he was very old and was slipping. Sure, sure. Yeah, this is like this is where I left because I was like, okay, it's the end. Well, if you if you win a Tony and your Grammy anytime in the next few months, please let us know. That way we can check that off our list. Yeah, you'll yeah. be the first to know. Thank you. Good. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on the show. I'm glad we've all gotten to know each other. And now we're best friends. 
Uh, I assume we're all going to hang out every day now going forward. I'll yeah. come to your Oscars party for come, real. Yeah, really? legitimately, come to my Oscars party. Yeah, we'll have well, popcorn, we'll have treats. It'll be fun. Uh, we'll have Oscar ballots, maybe if we'll make a game. Yeah, I want to we'll have friends. I'm going to give up baby February to we'll see. Um, Thanks for inviting yeah. me on. Yeah, this thank is, you for coming. This yeah. was my first podcasting experience. I didn't think you would say yes, because like, we were, we were like, oh, she clearly did not have fun listening to this podcast. Let's invite her. Well, also, I we mean, didn't know like where in the world you were. Like, Well, yeah, I, I didn't were, think you'd be you like half an hour Oh, away the end. Yay. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it two claps. Yeah. Another fun episode of Here's Looking at Yule Kid. Another episode of Here's Looking at Yule Kid. Join us next month when we watch... Which one of these names do you think is the baby? None of them. I don't think the baby is credited. All right. I do got to do one thing before we go. Oh? Something else after the movie? We rarely do that. No, not watch Miss Congeniality. Stop, 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 stop. Well, that's probably a better movie than this, though. It's definitely a better movie. Having seen it, it's definitely better. Are we watching the Lion King thing? All right. Well, this is a bonus. Now, hold on. Wait. Should we release this as a bonus episode and stop recording and start recording again? No. Oh, okay. 26 seconds. They can get it. All right. I, I'm going to list this episode as for both of these films. Right. Oh, I have seen this. You have oh, okay. shown this today. I forgot about the neck. We're gonna get a takedown from Disney. Oh no! Oh, it does kind of look like the Oh, classic. Um, yeah. All right. Bye. Follow us oh. on Letterboxd. Oh, Anything else you want to say before we go? Um, no? No, no? for all the time as I find the audacity. Oh, here we go. Okay. Right. Um, Bye. Goodbye.